Katie and Brady on the podcast. So, Katie, what do you think about the bombing in Syria? And what is your opinion on the political, moral, and socioeconomical impact of the event overseas? Yes! And that's all the time we have for today. Yes. Oh man, this news week. So Katie recently uh, got, had a little bit of a, a, a bit of a vacation from life. It was a sabbatical. It was a sabbatical. A just, mini one. She didn't go very far away, just, you know. In the wilderness, into, actually. Out into the wilderness, a little bit away from here. And every time she leaves, it seems like the world goes fucking crazy. <laughs> Last time when she went to the desert, <laughs> uh, it was around, what was that, election time? It was from New Year, from Christmas Eve to right after New Year's. Yeah, so, and we all know what happened that whole time. All of the Capitol riot. You and got a big cre- insurrection. We yeah. had, the, we had the, <laughs> the, the raging insurrection. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this time she leaves. Not quite as crazy, maybe because she didn't go as far away. But she leaves and... You know, our president decides to bomb a foreign country because somebody from a different country was there and we didn't like him because he shot some journalist or some shit. I don't know. So let's bomb. He shot a guy. So then he went to Syria probably to hide because he's like, you know, America's not crazy. They're not going to, uh, you know, bomb a completely different country that has nothing to do with me. Oh, uh, but you know what? Joe Biden's like, yeah, hold my beer. And, did, and he did. He so, missed it from when he was with Obama. Yeah, Remember, we, uh, they like to bomb people a lot. Yeah. So he yeah. flew. He flew the Black Lives Matter mobile over there and uh, <laughs> dropped the woke bomb right on his fucking face. He wake yeah. up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you know, three point five million dollars plus the fuel for the craft and the you have to pay oh, the all people. the logistics. So yeah. let's talk five million dollar operation here, maybe more. And we killed one guy and injured twenty. They probably bombed a wedding or a hospital. It's standard for the Democrats. No, Brady. It's uh, that's not their narrative. You are not on the right track. (laughs) (laughs) They're what are they? They're shelters, not cages. Yeah. Well, if it was Trump, that you know they would have bombed a gay wedding or something. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been a racist thing. Racist action. Because he's a Nazi, so he would have been like there. There was Jews there, so would you know? There was a nuke might have dropped out of the plane. Whoops. I don't so know. Does I'm this just mean ma- <laughs> that I can, does this mean that I can never leave home? Like, am I some sort of weird magnetic ley line? Nat- yeah, I have no idea. Because but... it has been, other than a lot of weirdness, it's been pretty <clears> calm <throat> since I've been home. Yeah, because you got home, everything's calmed down. But while you were gone, some other stories broke. So yes, yes. The the whole time she was gone, one of my favorite news stories that's ever happened because it was just a perfect story. If, as far as storytelling goes, so Lady Gaga. Oh, the dogs! I don't know. I don't know every detail of the story because I honestly just refuse to dig deep into this. It's not but on a surface way. level, it was like a synopsis of a, a synopsis of a movie, where she's out walking her dog. It's a normal day, you know. Yeah, her dog walker probably was. singing to herself or whatever. Her, the, oh yeah, you're right. No, I don't know where yeah, she, she was. Yeah, she doesn't I'm walk sorry. her own dogs. Rich you're right. You're don't right. Do that. She was uh, probably off. God knows what rich people do. Or hanging out with Jeffrey Pilates. Epstein somewhere. Yeah. Oh, uh, on Tiki Island there. Okay. Sacrificing something to Moloch. She was snorting adrenochrome. Yes, she's out there getting her adrenochrome injections. Yeah. And, um, and her dog walker was walking her her dog. Yeah, her dog walker was out. And I don't, like I said, I refuse to dig deep because I'm already stupid enough and I don't want to lose more brain cells. But from what I understand, I don't know if it was like a conspiracy or they knew the dog walker and they they knew these were Lady Gaga's dogs. And I can just see it like one of those 
Kind of like one of those uh, mid two thousands like comedies. comedy movies. Yeah, yeah. Let's like a, take like a the Seth dogs. Rogen like a Seth Rogen type of movie, like that thirty minutes or less. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're just like, okay, we got to get her dogs. We'll hold them ransom, and she'll totally pay us. Yeah. And so I just pictured it as this. So like they shot the fucking dog walker, and in my mind again, comedy movie. So it's like something went awry, and they accidentally shot him. Probably. They and probably. Just like, and then they, they just grabbed the dog. They had the gun as a prop, and they yeah. didn't realize it was real. Um, <laughs> 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 so i just picture this comedy movie coming okay. up and then it turns into a total action thriller where mm-hmm. now the guy's on the fucking run and he's got these goddamn dogs it the lady gaga's dog it became a liam neeson movie yep and so the fbi got involved there was probably some secret cia black ops people involved too and they're like i know where you are give the dogs back of a special set of skills, I'm gonna find you. <laughs> and they, she, knowing her, she probably actually hired Liam Neeson, and they, and he made the he actual phone find, call. We might need to make this movie. <laughs> I feel like it needs to be made. I know that's why. That's why I love this story so much. You know, it seems like we can make it an actual satire, or at least straight up comedy movie. You know, about your this. cynic snacks guy. I would like him to oh, review yeah. it. So yeah. So the dogs are you know gone for a few days. Let's see. Um, we're bombing foreign countries and. Nobody's getting their stimulus checks, and they're arguing about trans people's rights and our uh, $15 minimum wage. Woke culture's out of control. Yeah, the biggest news story, and what the FBI wants to focus on, they haven't found the people who supposedly planted these pipe bombs, if those were real, on the, on the, in the, during the insurrection. I really, I'm starting to doubt that was even real. It wasn't. It was just something they kind of threw into the news story, and like, okay, hey. But, uh... People on the right believe so Pelosi there's, planted. there's all this really important stuff for the FBI to do, but the, you know what they focused on? The we got to find Lady Gaga's fucking dogs. Yep. Because the other millions of dogs that get kidnapped every year or whatever, no, nobody cares about that. But how it's about, Lady Gaga's dogs. How about so. the person that got shot? Like, they didn't even yeah, focus on that Did they even find... Did they even care that the guy... Maybe that's the only reason they got involved, though. Is like, if I have to... Like, let's ground ourselves in reality for five seconds. But it was seconds. attempted murder when someone shoots you. Uh-huh. I like that I my friend I don't know I have, did the guy die like I said no, I No, he's look. he's wounded. My friend okay. who doesn't like animals was super pissed that they cared more about the dogs being gone yeah. than the guy that actually got shot. That's what the, at least the media did. It, I'm sure the FBI was the taking it seriously. I'm sure they were. Well, I don't know. It's, well, if anything, if you think about it, all the FBI cares about is like, okay, well, that's another charge we can tack on him, and the prosecutor will love that, and we'll get some money. So, I mean, I don't know. But my point is now that, and then justice happened, and they found the dogs and found they the were, guy, But I they guess, were tied to a pole. I didn't know they found so. the dude. I saw that yesterday they found the dogs tied to a pole, probably because of the buddy comedy oh, they, thing. Maybe they didn't find the dude. They went... How do you... I'm, I'm really sorry that I'm trying to tell you guys a story that I didn't even read into, but like I said, I don't want to lose any more brain cells. I just read headlines and a little bit of Twitter You're posts. You're talking more about the, the phenomenon of it, it that it's, it's just super so absurd. amusing that the yeah. news is... You know what, though? They well, don't have the Donald anymore? Then it gets better. Oh, continue with the So narrative. we had the, okay. the awesome Lady Gaga movie that happened. That was a movie, yes. And, you know, Lady Gaga recently, you know, uh, opened an Oreo cookies line. Oh. And that's... So this is a good segue into the... There's Lady the Gaga absolute, Oreos? The abs- yes, there's Lady Gaga Oreos. They're like pink with green filling or something like that. Or like, How I have I, I, I feel... Google it real quick. You'll be like, I what the fuck? I have to look. So that's a good I'm segue looking. for the next story. So Oreo Cookies had the audacity on their Twitter. Okay, so Nabisco, we all know Nabisco owns the Oreo brand. Okay. I don't know. It, maybe it was some fresh gender studies fucking dude who worked for their PR team. I don't know. But they decided it would be a good idea to get on Twitter and all they posted was 
trans people are real. That's all it said. Why did the cookie but, place do this? Oh my god, the woke community fucking lost it. And we're talking like this is they're they just were trying to what was that act that they're the Trans Protection Act? I don't know what they call it. But they were virtue signaling, <clears throat> and then the people got mad at them for virtue yeah, signaling. Yeah, so here's the deal. So they just said trans people are real, right? Yeah. Well, they're, they are. On the surface, it's like, oh, they're just trying to show support for the trans people. Fuck no, they're not. They're trying to take advantage of the situation where the trans people are fighting for their rights, even though they are. Okay, here's the thing. They already have rights. Okay, there's this little document they made 250 years ago called yeah. the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. And, you know, in that contains what we call the Bill of Rights, which already basically exists. states that um, no matter what your gender, sexuality, religion, all of that, no matter what our differences are between each other, we're free and equal. No ma- unanimously across the board. And, and it's it- not a right because, like... People need to stop believing that the right is a a right is a gift from the government because that's not what it is. No, a right is we it. have those. Period. So anyway, I digress a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's a whole other um, conversation. But, Continue with this. So Oreo, thing. Oreo th- what they're doing is, they're is taking their pandering. They're pandering. They're they're cookie pandering. They're to increase their profit margin. Yeah. Let's just be honest about it. That is what Netflix does it's exactly when they talk about they Black History Month everywhere. Yeah. It's like they're pandering. Well. Turns out the woke people aren't that stupid. Mm-hmm. So they're all pissed too. They're like, you know what? If you really fucking cared about trans people, you would silently just write checks for these different organizations that are fighting for trans people and you would give them millions of dollars. But no, you get on Twitter and you generate profit from this situation by saying something so absurdly ridiculous as if they weren't real in the first place. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? Probably. I want to know. I don't know. We should talk. Well, marketing people are what always about. What drugs is everybody on nowadays? Well, uh, marketing people are always about the next big campaign, right? Oh, absolutely. And so that's their job. But I think well, about it, it is use... so disingenuous. It's like trans people are real. That's sort it's of very... insulting. Why do they use like the woke thing? It's so gross. Well, and I like tr- marketing campaigns that poke fun at things that are fun, right? What happened? Yeah, to like fun? look at what Wendy's. Oh God, that's when, when Wendy yeah. started doing Twitter. No, uh, well, okay. There's something that bothers me just a little bit about. You okay? Twitter's one thing with people talking. It's social media, so we get to talk to each other. But it's like um, there's this episode of the show Community. I've been watching a lot of this show called Community. It's a bit older, but it was Dan Carmen's or Dan 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 Harmon's like Opus Magnum or whatever. Magnus, whatever Magnus that word. Opus. It's a Magnus really, Opus. It's stupid. a really good study of human interactions. Uh, it's one of the best shows ever. It's my favorite show. It's the best show probably ever made. And also, it has a for a few few paintballs more, which yeah. is one of my favorite. Episodes. Well, there's an episode yeah. where uh, they open up a subway within the community oh. college, and there's a guy. <laughs> what so they, I'm trying to remember what they called the guy. He was like a a corporal corporal entity. I don't know, but it yeah. was basically like a living version of a corporation. The yes. dude changed his entire identity to be subway. He was a he was a corp- yeah he was a business. And I think that. So for, what, for whatever reason, Dan Harmon has this magical ability that everything he satirizes seems to come true for some reason. Maybe yeah. he's just that on the dot. Like, um, so, so there's like a, a human version of a corporation. And this was before Twitter. Like, Twitter was in its infancy stages when this show was out. Yeah. And when that episode aired. But now we have these Twitter accounts that act like human beings but they're really a representation of a corporation like oreo wendy's literally all of them have it now and it's so fucking stupid just so they can generate a little bit of hype for the company wouldn't it make more sense if they just tweeted about their products because they're not uh-huh. a, an individual entity corporations i feel bad enough just doing it as of, our podcast well but corporations are made up of people uh-huh 
like, so they are people in a sense that they're made up of them, but they're not individual people, so they shouldn't have this, like... It's free advertising. It's not Oreo Cookie saying that. It's some puke that got a degree at some college that's like, I'm super hipster, and I'm going to show it's, how woke I am, and we're going to make money off of it. Yeah. It's actually insulting. It's PR. Yeah. It's public relations at the worst level. I think there's... It's offensive to me. Well... To, I don't know why, but there's something that feels weird. Because it's pandering. It is pandering. You can see through it. And also, the, I, I agree. I was been, I've been doing a lot of reading in Stoic Land, and they talked about... You should never do something by the attention you're going to get from your action. You should do it by never, ever want to be in the limelight about your good virtuous deeds. Because well, then it becomes about you. I, I really believe that with, like, if you care about trans people, there's plenty of things you can do. You don't need... And if you want to raise awareness, you should f highlight with your Twitter account, hey, this person over here is doing this. It mm. doesn't even need to be about you. People will buy Oreo cookies because they say, hey, we're supporting these people. Yes. They and it, Don't... And it also turns out... That alternatively, I swear to God, we're not even living in the real universe anymore. Like we've we've spiraled into the dark timeline. You think? We, oh, that there's an episode about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a very so, good episode. Um, Oreo Nabisco supports, uh, you know, child slavery, the children who have been trafficked uh, to work on cocoa farms. They don't care. They turn a blind eye so they can make money because it's cheaper. Um, there's also a little, uh, like, uh, deals with like the sunflower oil and stuff like that. So like. It's not uncommon for particularly uh, food companies to try to get the cheapest ingredients to source the cheapest ingredients from around the globe. But unfortunately, in a lot of these areas where they source these things, there's slavery. There is. Particularly women and children and just Oh, the cocoa slavery. industries. Well, oh, how about Especially this? Especially the cocoa I industry. I have no problem but they still with, write them with checks. economy and trying to maximize your profits. But don't pander to me like you actually care. Yeah. That's where you're getting your dissonance I wish from. I wish companies, we all know what they're up to. They just need to be honest about it. I feel like if they were honest about these things, maybe we'd care a little bit. Or at least maybe we would, things would change. Let's just put it that way. Well, and also, guys, but it's I want okay to, to pay honest. $2 more for something if it's coming from an ethical source. I do. Yeah. I try to and do it as can. much as... we can. I do, too. Should, I, I try. Well, the more you support you can't get that... Them all, you can't But the more you support that, the more it makes people... You know, there are companies out there that's like, okay, yeah. I'm trying to do this, and... Well, oh, there's a guy, in, a CEO down in Southern Idaho. He has a company. I gotta look it up. I'll look it up, and we'll post it, maybe. Okay. He was... um He pays a really good wage to his employees, right? But then he was making well over a million a year, and I think they were all making forty to 50000 and it just light, light bulbed one day. He's like, this is wrong. He dropped his salary to 70000 increased all theirs to his. And it's just this. It's a magic. Magical things are happening in his company because he did that. I bet. Yeah. Like, Whereas um, Google, your CEO makes $281 million a year. They make like this stupid amount. Oh, that's just what they have on paper. That's their, between their package benefits and stuff. Yeah. $281 million. Google employees are paid well, I think. It was still like a thousand times more than the top paid employee or some huge number. And I'm thinking, that is ridiculous. It's a, it's a big gap. And there's a lot of arguments on both sides. It's it's such an interesting subject if to try to argue because at one hand, it's like they, you know, they run the company. It is the free market and they can do whatever the fuck they want. And no, people just, still choose to work for them. I don't want government to do that, though. I want the people to do that. I love right. freedom and free agency. And it's like, hey, I might not want to work for a company that doesn't do... You know what I mean? But because of the well, government-run monopoly, there's no other companies I, to work for. I'm not exactly a Bernie supporter, by any means. But he does say a lot of smart stuff. And that's kind of what Bernie's been saying lately on, on social media and stuff. He's been going on... He's got, like, a crusade against the Walton, the Walton family. Oh, the Walmart? Walmart. 
holy fuck, he will not leave them alone. Like, he's on their ass right now. But Mittens is a capitalist, post after po- too. Yeah, Mittens is a capitalist. He... He's a He's an interesting one. He, he, yeah, he... Uh, it's like a hybrid of socialist and capitalist. I don't see a lot... There's not too much wrong with some of the things he says. But in, there's also some things where I don't agree with because I don't think that you should use government to coerce basically people. basically coerce people and he wants to do that a lot but like, in the he same wants to token, force things but at the same time the points he's raising the underlying facts behind these things he wants to do are still true and relevant valid. Well, yeah. like the walton family they own like ridiculous amounts of mansions and car exotic car collections and god knows what else and they probably own a country and like several islands who knows but Bernie's been pointing all this out, and he's going like, but you don't pay your workers a fucking living wage. So, like, what's wrong there? When you have, obviously, even with all your mansions and your yachts and your islands, and you probably own three governments, and you probably own half of Mars, and, like, a, a good quarter of the moon, who knows? Well, just it. at what point does your accumulation like, of wealth... But at, even yeah. with that, you still have the capital to pay your employees a living wage. The thing is, is They're the Waltons couldn't though. have gotten to that point without government. Because think about it, that if you, is true. when I was a kid, I remember there's this this time where the government started paying everybody's like Medicaid. It became a thing. You couldn't really get it when I was little. Mm-hmm. It was next to impossible to get food stamps and all these things. It was very hard. You had to be completely derelict, right? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden in the 90s it started shifting and I think big corporations were a large part of this. If they pay if the government via taxpayers, which we have no choice to pay for this, paid for people's health care, their housing, <coughs> their food, then they could pay them this paltry wage and maximize their profits. Because I don't remember... There's always been lawyer robber barons, you know, the giant money-making the people. rent-seekers. But they weren't... During the golden era of American wage fairness, which was post-World War II, a CEO didn't make that much more than the top-paid person in their company. Yet everybody... Right. They didn't in the 70s. It wasn't this huge disparity of wealth like it is now. Yeah. And that didn't happen until the government messed everything up because we let the CEOs I'm all about liberty now. If somebody comes up with a policy now. <laughs> Well Sorry, no, no. I mean like it's my new thing now as far as free agency, autonomy, all of these things, right. self determination. If your policy that you come up with is gonna let someone coerce me into doing something, then I'm not gonna support it anymore. Yeah, th- if it's a good idea, it should not require have any to force. come by force. No. Like this is ridiculous. The, and for whatever reason, like I was listening last night to I'm sorry, haters, but Ben Shapiro's been making a lot of good points lately, and I really respect Ooh, the guy. Oh, I have a He's thought on smart. this after you make your point. So Ben Shapiro, I was watching this video last night before I went to bed about uh, the authoritarianism that we're, we seem to just be in this like authoritarian utopia right now, yep. both on the right and the left. And oh, the it's right, both sides. The right's a little less bad about it, and they're more like, okay, we need authoritarianism in, in, in economy and stuff like this. But the on the left, the authoritarianism is huge right now with... Uh, like the with the woke shit you with will speech, feel, you will think you will do. Yeah, it's more about yeah. an ideological authoritarianism, whereas the uh, the on the right, it's more as of like law enforcement, law and order, and stuff like that as as authoritarianism. So they're both guilty. Yes, but I'm more afraid of uh, like social agendas than I am economic agendas because we can deal with big companies being evil. We've dealt with that in the past for a long, long time. It's, and we've gotten through it and everything. We can make change in that department. But social agendas are, they scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Because look at where we're at right now. They demand conformity and they will use... I can't even yeah. be white anymore. Did you see what Coca-Cola did? Oh, don't. I don't want to be mad today, Brady. I will make my point right now. 
you you just said something that is so important in this time. You can listen to Bernie. You can listen to Ben Shapiro. You can listen to Barack Obama. You can listen to Trump. I listen you, to everybody. You can take to. what that person, individual person says that is good and valid and true and just. It doesn't matter that 90% of the time they're a twat. That 10%, they have something valid to say. Exactly. And you can take that because you're an adult that doesn't need to be told what to think, do you feel? And, and it's like, and then you also, because you have that one idea you believe in, does not mean you want to damn trans people or damn black people or damn anybody else because you're a caring right. human being. I'm so tired of being controlled by social agenda. It really annoys me. I have a really good example of that, what do you it. just said. Do it. So my, my friend, let me get the quote pulled up because this is a beautiful quote too. I love beautiful quotes. Um, but it, it, it's it's a very overarching point I have to make because it's ridiculous. Let me get to it. It's okay. Not, I just look, very long it's okay it. while you do that. I looked up the Oreos. I didn't know they were called Chromatica Oreos. Oh. I don't know how they're Chromatica when they're pink and, and green, but... I don't know, but it's they're beautiful. They're pretty. I like Lady Gaga, by the way. Oh, I do too. I have nothing wrong. I, there's nothing against Lady Gaga. Even though she like is probably part of the Illuminati and she wore that weird Hunger Games dress during the inauguration and oh, it yeah. was kind of sketchy and I don't know if that was planned or an accident or... Well, how about I put this... I think she probably was just kind of joking or something. I don't know. It was weird. I think she could have been poking... She's a performance she's artist a, she's and a beautiful she artist. I love her art. Okay. That, and let's just say that I don't know Lady Gaga as a person, Me but either. some of her pop songs, especially her orig- earlier Man, ones... she got me I, through some hard times. I enjoyed like paparazzi. Nazi have is a very she's, special song to she's me. She's got me through some hard times. Exactly. So yeah, but then again, you don't give carte blanche. Glad you got her dog. You back. don't. I do too. And I am glad the guy that was walking him wasn't killed. She's paying all his hospital bills and taking care of him. So I'm, I know. And He's the thing is, so you don't. <laughs> you don't give validation to every single thing Lady Gaga does, does, but you can actually like something that she does too. Why can't we do that without being per- crucified by the public on yeah. Twitter? Like, why is that yeah. a thing now? I but just, anyway, so okay, continue. Yeah, give me um, but so the point I was, that you were just saying, um, my my beautiful friend Chris, uh, he he's a very loving guy. Uh, he's like a brother to me. Me and him had some hijinks together when I was younger. I like this is hijinks. my roommate for a time. Really, really awesome dude. Shout out Chris if you ever listen to this. Uh, he posted a quote yesterday, and this totally made my week. And I fucking love him. Uh, he says, "Enemies are friends that you just haven't hugged yet." Doctor Phil quote. And that's beautiful. Mm. Cue the comment section to ruin everything. Oh no! Who Doctor Phil can piss right off. And everyone's talking about Doctor Phil's not a do- look. That doesn't invalidate what he says when when a, when when somebody makes a good point or says a good thing that you can agree with. Just because of stupid petty shit like that, that does not invalidate the quote itself. Honest to God, it doesn't. But the, people went off on it. It's like. I don't. Did, where did Doctor Phil touch you? Was it in the no-no spot? What happened? Apparently, this it was guy somewhere. just like just blew up about Doctor Phil, and it's like, okay, th- it's. Did you see the message of what he? No, they the skipped right over that. Does it matter if the motherfucker has a doctorate or not, or if, whatever? Who cares? But they see they a can't fucking see. homeless guy says the same thing. It doesn't matter. Brady, it's the they same can't see words beside, words. beyond their conditioning, though. No. They are conditioned to hate the source, so they don't have to consider what the source is saying. <sighs> but what a beautiful quote! It was a beautiful quote. Enemies are just friends who haven't been. I don't think yet. I have any enemies. Maybe yeah. people that listen to the podcast, like I don't think I have any enemies. Ideologically, maybe there are some people I truly there don't people, like. There are people who everything's their enemy. Because they just have to be militant and they have to be in constant conflict all the time about everything. So even if you 
sometimes when you say things people agree with, they'll still fight you on it because they they are in this fight or flight mode all the time about everything. I don't understand why, but it's led to this woke authoritarianism. Well, the media and our uh, learning institutions have cultivated it. If you are in a certain subset yeah. of groupings, you must be hated. I, I, I don't want to play the blame game anymore. No. Everybody needs to take fucking responsibility for their actions. Remember? Liberty and self-determination. It is the most universal thing. It's what our founding documents just met, and people are like, but slavery, or black people were uh -huh. only three-fifths of human. It's like, yes, because those were bad humans that did it. The actual idea is a good idea. This talks, this correlates with what you're talking about. Yeah. That idea is universal. It is timeless. Your rights exist. Government is supposed to protect them, not steamroll you with a whole bunch of other rights that special interest groups make. Yeah. But I also was reading about anger today, and it was really interesting. In fact, I don't have my book here, but anger is a waste of time. It really is. Because what happens is you are going through the anger, you're experiencing... Now, I'm not saying not to feel anger, but then you need to have some tools to make you just bloop. It doesn't matter well, in the thing of thing. Because you'll get in an anger loop. In, in most scenarios, anger is kind of a reactionary thing. It it's is. A, it's an impulse most of the time. But if you don't know how to process you it in the thing. If, yeah, if you are dwelling in anger, then you get in these, okay, like what people are doing with media. They're getting into that hyperloop where they're in fight or flight all the time. They never step out and be like, why am I anger? Trump can't hurt me. This person can't hurt me. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're in this... I don't know. He might grab you by the, the P word. The, oh, that's right. I don't think he could bend over that far. I'm pretty short. They <laughs> probably shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and just I can, locker room talk. And I can read really fast, Trump. You're, you're doomed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think a motherfucker's ever ran a, 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 ever a foot has? in his life. <laughs> no, he'd say, Jimmy, go run for me. <laughs> Junior, get over here. No, what I do is throw a Diet Coke at him. Maybe. <laughs> well, I can see someone riding on his back with a, a, a Diet Coke on a stick, on a string. Move, just, Donald. Go, Donald, go. The thing is, is I think Donald Trump would laugh at what we're doing <laughs> right now. I love Whereas, Donald Trump. I don't think I people, I, I want people to laugh again. We That's need to what we laugh need. again. Well, you know what? Comedy's been shut down for a long mm -hmm. time because of the COVID. And we need to This laugh. is what we've been missing. That's the element. That's the ingredient that's been gone. Like Trump, Everybody's been so sucked in to all these political nightmares. Let's talk and that's about, what like, they are, they're nightmares. People. Let's poke fun together at the funny things that we humans go through. We all yeah. go through together. We'll share it together. Then we'll identify with each other. Yeah. We'll become friends. And besides, you guys go through some hijinks that are pretty funny, I'm sure. As a community of, of, of people. Uh, people who are having like gender issues. Develop relationships Make jokes us. about it. Yes! And joke not... about how the government's ridiculous about it. Joke about how people are so angry about it. Joke about the biggest tree. And I have been put down and tried to be Biggest put in my place by, by people in power over me a lot. Uh, guys, I can empathize with this. There's a difference between that and then using humor, humor to identify, what is it, to unify people. Humor is the greatest unifier. Humor is one of the best medicines in the whole oh, world. And we need a huge dose. We need like yeah. an epic level Pfizer shot of humor to our ass. Yeah. Like what happened to Rob? I know Robin Williams died and everything, but like he would joke about politics on both sides of the spectrum yes. and just make a mockery of the whole world. And we and we we loved him. We loved it. It was great. I think, and so. we laughed about. It. When we get yeah. to laugh about these things, we they can. become less of a like a, a thorn in your side. Yeah, divisive force. Because we, when we, we, humor will unite us. I really believe that. Look at Saturday Night Live. Just because you didn't get hugged enough as a child doesn't mean don't let that wreck your life. That's true. Go yeah. find someone to hug you, like your friend's beautiful quote. Mm -hmm. God, there, I love Chris. Shout out again if you're listening to this. We love was, you, man. Well, I just, where I don't understand people's lack, you know, and there are, a, there's an epidemic of loneliness right now. And that really makes me sad 
But then on the flip side, people are not willing to do anything to work to make it better. Like, they're not willing to work on themselves. You're supposed to validate and accept every single thing, even the ugly things about people. And it's like, if you're ugly as far as how you behave, I'm not going to accept it. And I would expect you to not accept it in me. Like, I love you as a soul. Yes. As a person. But I just, I can't endorse every bit of behavior in the world just because of your identity. And because I'm not endorsing that behavior does not mean I hate you. Like, I deal with a lot of bad behavior because I work with the public. A lot of times I poke fun at it with the people not realizing that I'm doing it. Yeah. And then we get to a, when I don't let it anger me, because a lot of times when people are being naughty, and when I say naughty, bad behavior, they don't even realize they're doing it. It's just how they operate. So me as a human, I got to realize, oh, this isn't even aimed at me. They're just a jerk. I need mm-hmm. to redirect it. You can redirect anything. Yeah. I believe it wholeheartedly. If someone's being a Karen to you, caw like a seagull. <laughs> I can guarantee you it's going to wreck her or do some other thing. But don't make it about you. I, gar- I know she's annoying you or he or any other person. But try something different. Be yeah. creative. I think creativity is dead, though. We were talking about this no, Hollywood. I don't think it's dead. Well, no, I I'm see a lot about of creative in, people out there. In mainstream. Right, right. They're no, just you're repackaging right. things you're to right. make money, and they're not, like, remember. Oh, low-hanging fruit. You always have to get the low-hanging fruit first. So, so, as people, let's just be, let's embrace creativity. Yeah. I don't, is it because we have so much vying for our attention that we don't go off into creative spaces? I feel rejuvenated. I went out in the wilderness for three days. Yeah. Well, if anything, the, uh, the overabundance of content. Choice. And choice. Oh, I read it, about it that should, somewhere. in theory, breed more creativity because you kind of have to think outside of the box now to was, really get out there and get your get a, get that attention. There is a book or a study. It was maybe we, we all need to go outside. I think that's the problem. I think so too. And well, you know what? I have a story about this. Idaho doesn't have mass compliance or, or any of these things. We've kind of just done our own thing. But I was literally... Yeah, Idaho I, likes to pretend this COVID thing really never even happened. Yeah, well, we're kind of weird that way. <laughs> I, I went up into the woods, right? And to get to where I was going, we drove across this bridge going over the Pack River, and there's this really fancy one percenter house there. Yeah. And we're in the middle of nowhere. There's no humans around, and a fancy dressed lady comes out wearing a mask. There is not another human for, like... And I just got to thinking about it. It's like that... It's one thing if you're in a group of people, but yeah. it's like they're not thinking. Do you know what? And I'm not an anti-masker, no. guys. I'm talking Going about... The mo- people go through the motions constantly. Yeah. I, I just... The we noise... talked about this before. Why some people are... Some people see the world for how it is, and the other people just care about who won the voice. Yes. Well, and is there's... that even a show anymore? I'm sorry if I'm outdated here on my references, but Jesus Christ... I don't watch mainstream TV anymore. I don't either. It's garbage. Well, I just The other can't. thing is, like, I like I like binge culture. I got real into that whole thing where it's like, I don't have to show up at a time and place a to watch choosing. a fucking show and devote my entire block of time to that. I I want to designate a time where I can just binge something out. This is why I hate Disney Plus right now. I don't hate Disney Plus because of the Gina Carano bullshit, even though it's that is absurd. But I digress. Um... But this is the problem. You don't like the one week have, episode, yeah, the holdout? I got used to Netflix where you get a whole fucking season right there. You can watch as much as you want and With stop no whenever you want. No commercials, I nothing. Here comes Disney Plus and they're like, ooh, I'm going to be a competing streaming service. But you get one episode at a time, I like a slow drip, and it drives me fucking mad. And I, maybe I'm alone on this, but no, I'm actually, sure I'm, I'm not. not I, I read a book four years ago. I really liked the book. I think it was called An Ember in the Ashes. Really great book. But then I was just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to wait until each new thing comes out. I just forgot about it, put it in the memory bank, and then I waited till the whole series has came out because I read really fast. Mm-hmm. And then I went and got all the books, and I read them all in a day or two. I actually love that idea. I don't like... Like, waiting for the Lord of the Rings movie was, yeah. was torture for me. I hated that because yeah. 
I like when I when I watch a show and it, it, it's fresh in my mind right there. The attitude, the the feeling. Everything, you want to immerse the, yourself. The, you like immersion ambience. culture. I like to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I immerse myself in almost every piece yes, of media that I indulge in. Yes, and, you uh, do. So I like to, when it's fresh in my mind, I keep going. It's like Celine's been upset at me lately because I've been binging community. Well, it's like, I don't, I, it's fresh in my mind. I'm obsessed right now. I love it. Well, so I want to get through it. I want to just get as much as I can and just get it done with. Because I, I, I just want to get it done with. All of it. Well, and that's it's a personality thing. Have you time, have to but... balance it and stuff. But there was this, I found, I stumbled upon the other day, The Paradox of Choice. It's oh. a psychologist. And there he... He wrote a book about it, which I'm going to read, but it says, There is a cost to having an overload of choice. Clinging tenaciously to all the choices available to us contributes to bad decisions, anxiety, stress, and dissatisfaction, even to clinical depression. Yeah. And this is a psychologist that wrote about this phenomenon, and I'm thinking, we're seeing that because we have an overload of choice in every uh-huh. aspect of choice about what to believe about things. Like, oh, we were talking about religion. In the old days, even before the internet, uh-huh. you had to be prosthetized if you even wanted to know something existed. And it's the same thing with food. There was just commercials on TV. That was kind of it. You know, now it is just everywhere all the time at your fingertips. And because people, there's an epidemic of stress right now, an epidemic of anxiety. There's an epidemic of loneliness. And yet we have more choices than any other time in the history. It's very weird. It is interesting. I'd like to study it more because I I wonder if that's what's contributing to some of this woke culture is because I, I need validation for every single thing about me or I have this dissonance, you know, this stress. I think you have a good point on that because a lot of a lot of us only seek validation because we haven't come to terms with our identity. And psychologists said the number one thing that all humans want to hear is you are right. And that is the problem with Twitter. It's what dri- it drives humanity. That's what drives social media, by you the way. You are right. Validation. Everybody wants those likes. Everybody wants the you to interact with them hey, and say and guys, you're right and be on board. We I'm all different. do. We That's all want to be said, a leader. I'm no different. I love it when someone valid, like when I write and someone posts a comment. You it makes it. me feel good. But if you use that as your sole reason for existence or doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. that's bad. Because that's about you. It's not about what you're doing. And maybe it's because I'm extremely introverted most of the time. I never have a problem just being by myself with no stimulation. I love it. It used to be better when I was on the pot. <laughs> that is the perfect thing for just being alone and not doing anything because it, 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 it eliminates feelings of boredness that's one of the biggest side effects of of that drug is it just eliminates the feeling of boredness you know so you never... can just be content doing absolutely nothing i've never been bored being, in my life being alone with your thoughts but then when you actually do that and you're alone with your thoughts mm-hmm. you can come to terms with them you can generate your identity and validate yourself this is a very great drug for people just, Not always, because I mean, obviously, there's other side effects, and it can well, some people it can diminish your motivation. And, you can get paranoid. Yeah. Well, that paranoia is good. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't thought. Because a lot it. of the time, you get this anxiety, but it's because you're realizing something is wrong here. Whether it's with my identity oh, or with you my need psychology, to it. it's bringing up the fact that something's wrong. Because, like I said, how I consider emotions are like the uh, warning lights on your dashboard. You can ignore them. But there's something that needs to be addressed. That's why you're having an emotion at all. And the more you ignore, the more lights come on. Mm-hmm. And eventually you'll get to critical. Exactly. So yeah. uh, we all need to stop ignoring those lights. And if you fucking need to, go smoke a goddamn joint. Plenty oh. of states it's legal now. If it's not legal in your state, take a trip. Go smoke a joint. I am super... If anything, at least you'll have a good time for fucking uh, a couple hours. But other than that, if you use it as therapy, you can just come to terms... With what is going on in your life and just deal with it. Joe Rogan talks about this constantly. He says he loves 
that anxiety, that paranoia, the fight or flight mode it puts him in because it helps him to deal with what's going on that's causing that. I'm in that state all the time, Brady. That's yeah. where I exist. But that's just it. Everybody's different. Well, and I was thinking about this too. I'm super excited about all of the growth in psychedelics. Like we've talked about this before. But I finally, like, have invested in it and becoming part of it because I'm so excited that we're going to have treatments that have 100% success rate and no side effects. Mm -hmm. And they're done under the care of a professional that's going to help guide you through this self-discovery because that's the key to this. You have to, instead of getting validation on Twitter, you have to realize that doesn't matter at all. you got to fix what's broken in you so that you can mm -hmm. do what needs to be done. Well, you'll never be satisfied with external validation if you do not validate yourself. And you don't need hugs or woke let's culture replace, to do that. Let's replace that word validation with love. Yes. You will never properly be able to love being alive or love other people if you do not love who you are as a human. And you got to love the fact that you are flawed. You are never going to be your mom's person or dad's person or who other society thinks you are. You need to be who yeah. you are. Exactly. And you can't do that until you address what's broken in you. I have dealt with so many people lately that are broken on the inside and they will not acknowledge it, but yet they know like the dash lights are on. Yeah. And whatever they need it's to do. buzzing and beeping and. Yes. It's like, oh, uh, smoke's uh, pouring uh, out of the hood. Klaxons are going. It's Klaxon. like, and, and until you go ahead and trip over that Rubicon and whatever it takes to get you to trip through that doorway. Mm -hmm. Like some people. There's a lot of tools out there. There's yeah. a lot of tools. And whatever it takes to make you trip through that doorway of existential just awareness that I, the things that I think matter don't matter at all. They really don't. These little things that we... You get caught up in as an adult doing all these to-dos. Those things don't matter at all. Mm -mm. They really don't. You are alive. You are alive in a point in time that you're never going to be alive in again. You should be enjoying that. Or you should be sad and enjoy the sad because that means you're alive. Like people aren't... People are like, my life's so miserable or I'm so bored. And then they keep engaging in the same behaviors. Yeah. Which I think cognitive I, behavior therapy is amazing. I also think boredom is often mistaken as disparity or despair. Being, I've never been bored in my life. I if noticed, you have an imagination, you have no reason to be yeah, bored. Develop I, your imagination. I think there, I just, I just know from my personal experiences, um, boredom can be torture. You know, that and people, people have to fill in that hole of whatever's causing them to be bored. And I, stagnant. I have but maybe, a problem. Maybe with bored is just like not being adverse, stimulated. Maybe, but I'm starting to think of it on a different level. Like it's like. The because of the lack of stimulation, now you have to deal with these thoughts and anxieties that you have because that's what's take because that's what's in your your immediate you know thoughts and and I just had a thought. We don't have self reflection time because we are constantly stimulated because and we're I think trying to get rid of that boredom. I think that that's causing some sort of biochemical problem though, which well, could obviously be, yeah. Well, and because I'm saying not balanced. Anymore. I don't have as much uh, grace as I should. I do have a lot of grace for people, but guys, I lived in a logging camp as a teenager with no phone. No roads, no nothing, no library, no internet, no TV. Yeah. I, th when people say I'm bored, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You're just not stimulated, okay? <laughs> There's a difference. You have to, you can make, you can make magic happen no matter what if you're willing to put a little effort out. Absolutely. And also spend some time with yourself. You're pretty neat. Everybody, I challenge you to think back to when you were a child. Mm hmm Or maybe you still are. I don't know. But think back to when you had to make like uh, when you had to fill that void of boredom, but there was really nothing to do. What did you do? You created fantasies in your head and you went through different worlds. And It's so good for you. It's very good for you. you we've forgotten um, the importance of play, too. Play has to be so structured now. Yeah. Go 
you can play as an adult. I think LARPing is awesome. Like, I, yeah. it cracks we, me we up. We play Dungeons and Dragons and a Star Wars fantasy RPG. and Make-believe it should not stop just because your brain matures. No, not, so, not at all. It also helps you discover things, too. And I'm not talking about living, but then when you live totally in a fantasy world, that's bad, too. Yeah, you can't, you can't just live in a fantasy world, obviously. But you can escape for a while into one that you create in your own head. Well, and just this reflection and time. I think it's helpful, too, because it also helps form your identity. It does. Because you are you in that fantasy land. You have to shape who that person is, who you're, who's navigating the fantasy land. And that will reflect into who's navigating reality. Well, and if your fantasy land is getting validation from people on social media, I feel like it's so unhealthy. It's a zero-sum game. Yes. You will never be satisfied with that. No. And then... It will, it will never bring... It will never fulfill your life in any meaningful way to seek validation from social media. And you are presenting yourself as a fantasy because mm-hmm. there's no amount of... I'm sorry, that removal of it, the digital removal, that divide, it's not really you. Right. My cat, my blog is called Generic Cat because I'm not going to put all of me on the internet for strangers to see. Well, it's impossible it is a per- anyway. Well, yeah, but it's a persona. Yeah. It's- We're all on the internet, any, any digital space. Mm-hmm. You're really limited to a very generic archetype of yourself, it, really, because that's what's going to come across to other people anyway, because they don't have any personal cues as to who you are. Well, and that's it's just a profile picture, maybe a little bit of a bio, and then however you interact, and it really comes across as a very vague archetype. Well, where I've made a lot of friends is my writing is very genuine. I don't talk about the intimate things of my life, but the, the uh, topics I talk about, I'd just be completely me. And people resonate with that because I'm not trying to bullshit them. It's Mm -hmm. like, this is how I feel about it. And I think, too, people have got to grab onto a spirit of humor and humility. Those words both start with H for a reason. You've got to quit taking yourself so seriously. It's like, if you don't put the right filter on, if you don't hourglass your waist as a woman, if you don't have, like, these massive washboard abs, and then you put that on there, and then you meet the person in real life, they're going to be like, they're already going to be at a disadvantage you are because you didn't present yourself as how you really are. Yeah. It's like, just be yourself. I love flaws. Particularly with Instagram. People need to stop comparing themselves to the popular people on Instagram. And don't compare yourself to anybody ever. Now, if that's what you want your life to be, then you actually need to put the effort out. Get in shape and do, do, take the pictures, put in the effort. And if, I guess that's, that's what you want to seek, then do that. But first of all, don't hate on the person for being popular on Instagram because they did the work and did that. Or maybe they were born with a better body than you or whatever. But don't hate on them. You can put the effort in. But honestly, again, that's a zero-sum game, too. It it's really just is. Instagram. What are you really getting at the end of the day? A couple likes? Some people well, you'll get a Some small... people appreciate you for vanity. Is that really worth anything? And you won't be worth anything in the 10 years once you get... Or 20 yeah. years. Eventually, you're going to get saggy, no yeah. matter how much Botox you suck into yourself. Uh-huh. I get that if you want to go and do 20 years, though, and get sponsorships and makeup... Ca- go ahead, Honor. I'm mm-hmm. not going to judge you for that. Everybody's got to hustle, I suppose. But the problem I have is it's not worth anything. Yeah, it is really it really isn't. meaningful at all in any way just no. to be beautiful? Well, it, and it also, it's kind of... We're all beautiful. We are. Everybody... And also, we all are very flawed. Uh-huh. Even people that have nice... They're, they're, we're flawed. And then we're missing these beautiful people just because they don't fit that conformist idea. Uh-huh. Some of the coolest people I've ever met are, like, so far out of the whole, like, metric, I guess... That's mainly the people I've always surrounded myself with for Me some too. reason. I love crusty marshmallows. They're my favorite personality <coughs> type. Just <laughs> because you're married to one. Well, I know, but I seem to be surrounded by them. Like, they're usually these introverted people that people think are jerks. Mm. When in reality, they're very deeply feeling people. They just don't have time for people's BS. Yeah. And they're also insulating themselves because of hurt. 
A lot of them are. Right, right. And I love them because... Walls are, walls are up strong. They're also kind of battle axes. I like crusty marshmallows. I also like over-exuberant people, but they're a little more exhausting to me because a lot of times they're controlling. And oh, I don't yeah. like... I That is probably my greatest pet peeve on this planet is people trying to control me. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, extroverts are like a goddamn... Like a virus sometimes. Oh, I grew up with one. They like drive you to do Ooh. a certain, be a certain way. Well, and everything is, you know, that's the, so, so I'm not funny. saying anything against extroverts. No, I love so. extroverts. Some of them that I met, it's like they, they're always, they have to be doing something all the time and they have to get other people to do it with them. They're a driving force in our culture and humanity needs them. But I thought it was interesting during the pandemic, they were miserable. And what they didn't realize is that's how introverts feel when they're running everything. <laughs> and so yeah, I yeah, got yeah. a little tickled about it because every introvert that I knew absolutely adored lockdown we're like yes an excuse we're to just all, ah, you know. <laughs> an excuse to ignore the extroverts i am an, i'm very much an introvert but i speak extrovert very well because i was raised by one of the world's greatest yeah <laughs> i remember being dragged everywhere social time all the time and like i thought it's it was exhausting. normal well and that's how you know you are one if you're even yeah. i love socializing but it's still exhausting to me i have to re, you know and a lot of the extroverts i've ever met never really have anything substantial to say when they're they they have to talk all the time, but then they don't say anything. It's all small talk all the time. They love being I can't right. stand it. That's what, and then you have gossip and all this stupid shit. Oh, uh, well, and then I don't, as an overall. I'm maybe I'm being over, overgeneralizing. Well, and we're not judging. No, it's just, this judging. is just how we're filled. This is how, as a general rule, I prefer to work with men over women because when you're, okay, generally, as a generalization, just in my working career, and I'm not a little kid, dudes get mad about something. We kind of get, you deal with it. And then there's no grudge. Like, it just, you move on, right? Not oh, everybody, oh, but yeah. everyone in the workplace. You're very right about Ladies, that. they will plot your demise into the next 13 generations because you <laughs> didn't like their hair one day. And I'm not generalizing here. You're dying, but it's so true. It's very true. And and so, like, I, I was in this scenario where this one lady was told this one lady no, but then I found out earlier about a certain meeting and this lady would just not leave her alone. But then I found out earlier that this particular woman had yelled publicly at this lady's husband for being a jerk. And I said, and then my friend is more like a, she's very manly in her, um, and I shouldn't say manly, but she's very no-nonsense, not very ladylike when it comes to that whole, she's very to the point, right? Yeah. She didn't mean to be, it wasn't being mean to the man, she was just calling out bad behavior, like, you know, very blunt. Well, then all of a sudden, like, uh, you do realize that you publicly humiliated that woman's husband, and so you've threatened her position of power, and she's coming at you, bro. And then my <laughs> friends all, war. my friends all, uh, and I'm like, yeah. And see, that's the stuff that exhausts me, because I can, <laughs> I, I find it humorous when it's not aimed at me, which is probably evil of me, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 13 it's generations. It's entertaining. Do you we remember love drama. in 2020, when you look sideways at little Joey in front of the group, I will end you. <laughs> People love drama. Well, I enjoy. Why do you think the news is so dramatic now? It is really fucking everything. Like Lady Gaga's dogs. It should have been. It should have just been. Hey, there there should have been a sound. There should have been a soundtrack to that story. By the way, I actually heard one in my head when I read the news. Me too. That's why I love this story. Breaking live conspiracy. Is it murder? Who's behind the dog napping and why? <laughs> so we have the bullet from the dog walker. Yeah. Like you know how they just they turn everything it's like an into... NCIS show, like a primetime mainstream TV yeah. show tonight on it. Dateline. Yeah, and it really isn't. And we're not trivializing because I feel really bad. The dude got shot, and then dogs. I like dogs. That was sad. Yeah, but it's but it not. Epic. Then they bombed Syria. Yeah, but there was no drama to that. It was just like boom, done. But isn't that sad that we've gotten to a Bunch point of boring in society old white men fucking, where oh, we actually are bombing sovereign nations and it's no big deal? 
And then we don't. We find out about it on Twitter. I, and then we go bitch about uh, something on who knows. Well, or then Elon posts about Doge. Oh, Elon. You know, and <laughs> oh, this Doge thing is getting old. Well, it was fun for a while. Now it's like, okay, we get it. But that's that short attention Doge. span thing with having. And you know, you're, I think this episode we're talking about boredom. What it actually is. Versus what society thinks it is it, now. It, I think it has to do with the law of diminishing returns. And we've reached that point where... Uh-huh. I don't know. I just... I don't get it. <sighs> I, I cannot figure it out, Brady. I, I just... I don't know. I, I Oh, like... It's oh, a, it's a, it's a I, I want to tell you about the story I saw while I was eating my breakfast the other day. I really oh, okay. love Let's to just gist over the news while I eat my food. It makes me so happy because I like to take in information. Okay. Well, there was this headline and it says... Woman took in wildlife, poli- er, she's arrested. So in Detroit, this lady, they, she had some wildlife that she had taken in. And the, the government's like, you can't do that. And they went in and killed all of them. <laughs> well, come to find out, it was a raccoon with Down syndrome. A blind crow. Because I'm thinking, you know what, people that find a baby deer and take it, that's really bad. Or people that just take wildlife because it's cute. This The animals this lady had would have already been dead. So here you have the government come in. You're arrested for touching wildlife. My God, Rocky the Downson raccoon would have been dead. Mm-hmm. So ha- that's not the point, though. <laughs> the I, point is, there's a law. The, the it was a blind crow. I don't know yeah. some deer with a humble. It's like, but it was so horrible. It was, and then they killed the animals. They euthanized all of them. I'm speechless. <laughs> it was in Michigan. Let me bring this up. This Fuck. just I. I'm Guys, just, we are in the twilight zone here. Michigan woman. I, things, uh, things just don't make fucking sense anymore. It they? broke my heart, though, because this lady took care... One, she went to jail for caring for things that would have been killed by nature. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were... And there's nothing wrong oh, with that. Oh, and it was because she didn't have a permit. Oh, yeah. It says, Michigan woman permit. charged with caring for wildlife without permit. Animals killed by state. <laughs> I'm just like... And so if she <laughs> had a government-sanctioned <laughs> permit, then the animals would still be alive? I guess. What is it? What's the point of the permit? I don't know. And, and the thing that really bugs me oh, is... You're, you, there's a piece of paper shows that you can properly handle these animals. Well, and it What says, does that even mean? And then they try to... Okay, and I am a farmer, so I understand. Like, with elk, elk get brucellosis, and then they can give it to cattle, and yeah. it can wipe out everybody. I, I understand. It. But this lady literally, she had... Let's see here. She had... The agency got another complaint. And this is the part that makes me about mad. Some... Do gooder is the person that did this. Karen, because what the fuck? It was a yeah. There was a small deer that was taken in in the fall, around mm. two weeks old. A half blind raccoon with Down syndrome <laughs> and a one legged crow. A child had brought in. So people actually brought this woman, debilitated, disabled animals <laughs> that nature would have some okay, like the raccoon. Some dog would have shaken it to death. Oh yeah, or the crow. Someone would have ran it over because the sucker was blind. Yeah. Or, e- or would have been eaten or whatever. Or the one nature that nature is metal, guys. Nature, I mean, oh, brutal. favorite separate. And I'm just saying because she didn't have a piece of paper. That's the Uh-oh. kind of stuff that's making me mad. What? Sorry, CNN. Oh, what did they say about now? Oh, I just got a notification. It says uh, white evangelicals' dominance of the GOP has turned it into the party of resistance. What does that even mean? What do you mean resistance? Well, oh, you might need to read that yeah, because I'll read it later. I'm tired of the news determining the narrative instead of the actual facts. Yeah. Give me the facts. I will determine the narrative. But they don't ever put narrative into, like, those animal stories. They're just like, hey, I don't even know how they find these fucking stories. Well, I that disturbs me. Journalists have, like, a nose for this shit. Well, how far removed are we from people <laughs> losing their lives because you don't have the right piece of paper? Oh, it's not far. 
I mean, that's, oh, oh, you can't have this. And with this weird hyper-normalization world we live in now, it's only a matter of time. I know, I'm not being hyperbole here. I, I really do wonder, it's like, so if some government per, per puke gives me a piece of paper that says I can have a Down syndrome raccoon, I can have it, but then I can't. Mm -hmm. I want to say F you so hard. I know. And then I also am really mad at the people for letting their state get to that point. <laughs> Michigan, you're disappointing me right now. I like the UP. You guys are deer hunters. Come on. Yeah. And then also, stupid people, if power. you see a little deer in the bushes, its mom is there somewhere. Don't touch it. That's true, yes. Like, why don't is there all these extremes? I don't know. It's the world we live in. Everything's everything's extreme now. I want a raccoon that has Down syndrome. <laughs> Why, though? Because it'd be cool. Oh, I have a thing about oh, that. Oh, that's just Katie. She's the raccoon lady with the... Yeah. Well, okay. There's this trend right now. I don't know how much you all know about homesteading. But oh, yeah. there's there's actual homesteaders that want to, like, be self-sufficient. And then there's this trend in America called... What I like to call checkbook homesteading. Oh. Where people think, I want to be a farmer. And I want to live in the country. But what they actually do is they go out in the country. And then they use their 401k money to buy, like... $50,000 tractors, oh, and they yeah. get all the trendy things that all the other farmers want, so they're really not self-sufficient. I, I saw this the it's other day. It's just very America. This guy was, like, using a uh, four-wheeler to shovel a driveway. Yeah. And he's in all these nice clothes. Yes. Because it's just rich people, I don't know. Mm. But he's he's stuck. His four-wheeler's stuck. And I don't have time. I got the kids in the car. I would have stopped and tried to help him. Oh, I would have too. But it was just, it's just like really expensive four-wheeler. has all, probably the, 10, all the little 000. attachments on oh, yeah. the plow. But he, was, he didn't know how to drive it. He just probably, th he's like, I could just throw money at the problem. Then I could shovel my driveway. <laughs> and it's like, then he's stuck because he really didn't even know what he was doing. He's just like, I think it's a four-wheeler. You just plow, right? It's like. No. I guess at least he's learning though. Well, and he will learn. And he's that's learning. just it. I don't want to be too hard on these people because I love the sentiment they'll, they'll behind back. getting self-sufficiency back. But our ancestors yeah. did not. When I moved to the farm, I had a 20-inch lawnmower, a wheelbarrow. I was poor, and I had to figure out how to be resilient and do things without the money, okay? And that doesn't make me better than these people that have the money. I'm actually happy they do. Mm -hmm. The thing is, that's not what homesteading is about. There's these pigs called kune kune pigs. And for, year, for the last few years, it's kind of like if you learned about llamas or alpacas, they became very trendy with this type of personality. And then all of a sudden, they bring in, they spend like 8000 on a llama, and then they flood the market, and then the llama you can get for free at the auction, because you could probably eat it at some point, okay? So the kune kune pigs, they're from New Zealand. They have an upturned snout, so they don't root, okay? okay. But they are from a tropical island. They are adapted to that type. They can handle cold, because pigs can handle anything. The thing is, they take 14 to 18 months to get to butcher weight, and they're Jesus. only half, they're only like 100 to 200 pounds. So you're going to get maybe 75 to 150 pounds of meat, maybe. Okay, I get they smell nice. I get that they're really nice little animals because they, I guess they have good person. I, I research what the hell is it with these kuni kuni pigs? Because people are losing their minds over them. Yeah. Because me as a farmer, I can spend four months. You just want the meat. Well, in four months, I can have 200 pounds of meat from one hog. Because yeah. over history, oh, and also they're a lard pig. And here's a history lesson for you all. There used to be kind of two types of pigs. Back in the old days, you had to make, you used fat for everything, candles, lard. So there was a certain breed of pig. It was a lard pig and it had more fat than meat. I imagine the kunikuni meat's very good. They say it's got some Berkshire in it, so that means it would be tasty. It's kind of like Wagyu. Okay. But anyways, long story short, 
When you are a homesteader, I start reading, oh, they're good grazing pigs. FYI, in North Idaho, we have snow for six months of the year. Yeah. You don't have grass. <clears throat> yeah. And realistically, there's a protein differential in the grass. You get good two months of grazing, four months total, okay? So they're all talking about these grazing pigs. There's no grass to freaking eat, Brady. So you're going to have to feed these animals anyways. And also, something that takes 14 months to butcher is not practical. It is on an island where they can root around. Not here. And so what's But they have to have fancy pigs, Katie. Well, I know. I think it's an elitist thing. It It doesn't make any sense. And so, and also, if it's about homesteading, you want the least amount of input for the maximum amount of output. But they want to be the fancy homesteaders because they have the money and the status and the power. Well, what I'm going to do is apparently these little things have great personalities. So I'm going to wait till they saturate the market and then they'll just give them to me because that's what happened with every other animal that gets popular is they're like, hey, Katie, I'm done with these whatever goats. And I'm like, sure. And then I don't tell them. Well, actually, I'm very upfront because I try to be ethical. I'm like, I'm just going to eat it. Mm -hmm. And I can tell it bothers them. (laughs) But I'm going to get one of these little pigs and I'm going to name it Winston and let it hang out in the yard because then it can. It's just a weird thing at my house. They don't apparently they don't wander. Plus, oh. so that'd be nice. I mean, I'm not saying they're good, not good pigs, but do you see the point I'm trying to make? Like, it's not about actual homesteading. It's about, I have to have these super special, special pigs that are better than yours because I can afford them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that misses the entire point. It's like the Nike of pigs. Or maybe oh, Nike, they, the Gucci, they the, they're the Gucci pigs. Are they the Gucci pigs? Uh-huh. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit in the last, last week's episode. Did we? With the brand, brand elitism. Oh, I know. It's well, fucking old. I'm so done. Why is it like it's that so in homesteading? The homesteading's so about self-sufficiency. You shouldn't care about it. I use bailing twine to hold things up because it's mm-hmm. practical. Not because, why would you want to spin? Those type of people are so boring. Fuck, they use zip ties on the Mars rover. Did you see that? Yeah, I did big not. Thing. It was a big thing for a couple days where everybody was posting pictures of, there was this close-up shot the Mars rover got and it had a piece of the equipment in the in the photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a zip tie holding a line to something. And it was like, look at that. <laughs> but you, utilitarianism and frugality and minimalism, those are all things we should celebrate. Yeah. Because Hyper-consumerism it will be our downfall if we I are not careful. I hate it so much. It's and like, I'm not trying to be a hippie, but maybe I am trying to be a hippie. Well, if you know. like Cooney Cooney Pigs, get one. It's just don't get it because it's trendy. And uh, don't get well, it under this assumption that you say, it's a grazing pig. Mm-hmm. There's no grass. Well, they have to justify their, their bullshit. Well, why not just say, I really like Because I can't admit I made a bad decision. I should probably go with the other pigs, like the plebes. Only in America could you afford to spend thousands of dollars on a pig that gave you less meat and took longer to raise. That's the thing. Do you know what? I think that's probably what bothers me at the core. Meanwhile, over in Ethiopia, there's kids (laughs) over there, like, uh, digging through trash piles to find a peanut Mm -hmm. so that they can have a couple calories for the day. And then they got to walk three miles on those calories to get water so they can bring it all the way back to boil it. And that was the circumstances they're born into. Well, and maybe that's my point. I'm trying to do this more in my own life is find areas where I waste so that I can help. And I don't want people to do this because I say it's a good idea. It's more of of me coming to terms with my existence. It makes more sense to me to spend four months and put less input in to get something to feed my family for the year. And then that extra money I could have spent being trendy pig could go to actually doing some good. But I don't know how to talk to people about that. I don't know. And then if you want those ones, cool. I don't know. It just seems so fake to me. There's a lot of fakery going on here. It, yeah. In America. Well, like the Oreo thing. That's fakery. Do they actually care? That's a, it's a gross example of fakery. I cannot stand it. Like. They don't care. 
I don't think they do. Maybe the person who posted that. The, the oh. one person within that huge corporation, maybe they care. That's also what I talked about with my blog posts that you and I talked about the New York Times lady that was looking for people to be bad in Clubhouse. Yeah. She probably truly on a humanity level feels like she does, she cares. Because I just automatically assume most people, I think, except for people that are broken in the mind, like sociopaths, do care. And they're rare. They're not common. So don't you think most people care? I think to a degree, yeah, most people do care. It's where ego intersects with it that ego. it's a problem, Man, right? Like ego's bad. Validation is actually, this obsession with validation, I think, is a very bad thing. Obviously, the news has figured it's, it it's out. It's pretty bad. I, I just, what do we do about it? Well. I, I, we can only deal with our own lives, though, really. You, I, we can talk about it on our podcast that all five of you guys listen I would, to. Well, well, of the five of you, <laughs> no, there's more than five. No, I am just joking. I would like the five of you, though. Like, what do you do when you feel helpless about it, though? Because I think that's what probably crushes you and I the most, right? Is that you feel, you see this massive problem. You feel like you're contributing to it to some degree. And then you want to help. But it's like, what little action do you do? And what do I even have resources to do anything other than speak into a microphone? No. Well, like I want to fix the problem in Ethiopia, but I have no idea where to even start. I don't have money to throw at it. I don't have an organization to go over there and do anything. And it would just be years and years before that would even happen if I wanted to start doing that. And then I'm only working on one tiny little problem that will never be resolved anyway. Yeah, but you also are doing something massive, which is raising your children to be resilient, have self-control and not be complete. All I can do. I've been and see, I'm more I'm, I'm about a decade ahead of you on the children mm-hmm. raising front. So once you get to this point, I'm starting to get where I do have some time and I'm going to put my actions where my principles are. And I think you can do that, but you need to go through this wisdom time. Oh, yeah. It was important to go through that because wisdom comes from living. That's the thing. You can't glean, you can glean knowledge going to school. You cannot glean wisdom except through experience. You can read all the books in the world. But until you actually apply that knowledge, you're never going to get the wisdom. And guys, I hate to break it to you. Failure is the greatest teacher. I oh, don't like yeah, failing, Come but on. I it's learned cheesy, the but most. It's, true. it's so true. I've learned so much from messing up. You also are very honest and humble about your decisions and how you lived. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what we're doing that's good. Even if one person says, hey, maybe I shouldn't beat myself up over this and change the key I think in, that would be worth all this. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who just need to admit their mistakes. But then... How do you explain know how you made... learn from them. Mm. Nobody cares if you made a mistake as long as you can explain what you learned from that mistake. And as much as I love linguist, linguistics words, I don't care about your words. I want to see your actions because that's how mm-hmm. I know someone has learned exactly. is what they're doing. And maybe that's why you and I have a lot of dissonance in this area is it's like, what are we doing? That's, that's one thing I've been trying to teach my daughters uh, about, uh, specifically with apologizing. Mm. It's mm. like, I don't want to hear you say sorry. I want to see your I actions I don't care change. if you, anyone can say sorry. It's not just a magic word that makes problems go away. Mm-mm. What it is is that's a promise. You're making a covenant that I'm going when you say when you, it's supposed to be when you say sorry. You're making a covenant with whoever you're apologizing to that I messed up. That was a mistake, and I'm learning from that. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to change. We well, yeah, the word my rep- behavior. I'm going to try. Repent. I'm going to do my best to change, to change my behavior. The word repent means to change. Like uh-huh. it, you are. Because so, that's, that's something... what I've been trying to teach my kids. It's like, you can't just go throw the word sorry around. And it's not an excuse to go do everything you want and then just say sorry later. And a media campaign is not going to get people to change their hearts. That's true. It's never going to. No. It's actions of people. Like my children, I hate mm-hmm. these blanket statements about generations. 
they make me crazy. Like they were talking about how worthless Generation Z is. I personally know many, many children in Generation Z that are freaking amazing. It's funny when older generations talk shit about the younger generations. You fucking brought them into the world and raised them that way. Take responsibility. Well, and then why? And then you know what? Instead of instead of bitching about it, talk to them. Engage with them. Try to learn their language. Teach them. Educate them. If it's so bad, educate them. I'm talking mostly about this big weird war we have, the boomers versus the millennials. I don't understand it. It's like, hey, boomers, you raise the millennials. If you don't like the way they're living, educate them. Give them opportunities. If just, There's so many things you can do, but you just want to sit there and bitch about it. Come on, put your money where your mouth is. And admit that your complicitness in actually some of the situation. A uh-huh. lot of the millennials' situation is directly from consequences of the boomers' decisions. Like, they didn't have any choice over how the economy was when they were young people. Yeah. Like, and they don't have any choice over that some guy who's got $6 million in his 401k won't quit his job so a younger person can take it. Yeah. How much is too much? Like, at some point, what matters more? You and your wealth? Or the next generation having a good life. Like, I hate this finger pointing stuff. It, yeah. You should always look in here. I, I'm tired of the blame game. I am too. I think and we need to, well, and we're blaming, but we're really not. We're just Well, there about, are things that can be blamed on things. And it, obviously, whatever. Like. I don't blame the boomers for everything, though. But when it's something that is in your direct control, you have to admit failure, admit mistakes, and fucking change. Which is hard. Take responsibility. I do it all the time. I make mistakes all the fucking time, but I have to take responsibility for it because I don't have a safety net or a scapegoat and I don't feel like I should ever use one of those anyway. I need, if I make a fucking mistake, I have to A, accept and deal with the consequences and B, change so I don't go through that again. Well, I told my friends this weekend, what a friend is to me is if I'm doing something that is bad behavior towards me or anybody else and they see it, I value it 10 times more. They say, hey, quit being an idiot or just, I don't even care how they do it. But like, that is what I'm... (laughs) And I may not like it, but if the person has a relationship with me, I will go think about it. A lot of times I'll remove myself from it. Here's a a good analogy there. Okay. Um, It's like if you have some spinach stuck in your fucking teeth and you're hanging out with your buddies, and you're out in public. Don't you want your friends to let you know there's spinach in your teeth? And please make fun of me about it, because yeah, that's give me what shit. friends do. Yeah, that's what friends do. Yeah. Give me some shit, and I'll be like, oh, God, I'm embarrassed. You know what? Embarrassment, whatever. It's temporary. All these emotions everyone's so fucking afraid of are temporary. They'll go away. And sometimes you just need to get through it. Just get let it happen. Okay, let like, go. You would... Go through the embarrassment. Go through the fucking failure. Exactly. Go through the hardship for just... That short amount of time that it happens, and then it's over. And let and you it go. Are, and then it's cathartic. Deal with it and let it go. Yeah. And people don't. Like, okay, like if you busted a big fart in public around your friends, <laughs> you know your friends have one farted in public before. We're all guilty of that. And then just make it fun and then move on. Yeah, Jacob does that very good. Yeah. Oh. He'll just fart and be like, oh, you know, I just contaminated your atmosphere. And he's like, I don't. You bastard. And then, you know, as friends, we're just like, you fucking And then he's like, oh, I had dairy today. You know, <laughs> I love that about him, At though. At the end of the day, we still love Jacob. We do. Flaws and all. Well, we all take have the good the flaws. With the bad. I like that he doesn't really apologize about his flaws, but then also you should be able to talk about your flaws with your mm-hmm. friends. Like, exactly. I'm very flawed. But we should oh. all be friends in the world. That's yeah, what I'm trying to say. Well, and that's just Enemies a, are just friends who you haven't hugged hug yet. That's a great... I love it's, that fucking that, that is a hug an enemy. Yeah. That, that really. is kind of... My, my whole point behind all of this is like, we really need more unconditional love for each other. Take the good with the bad. We can all, we all have the capacity for growth. 
We all have the capacity to change to be better. We all don't we really have a corgi do. that won't shut yeah. up because people came e- in the house. Even the most evil motherfucker at this point is probably Donald Trump, according to the mainstream. He's just the most evil motherfucker on the planet. According to them, he really is. Worse than Genghis Khan, supposedly. I don't know. Uh, he, you know, do you think that Donald has a Stalin t-shirt? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he only has suits. Could you imagine him wearing a t-shirt? I kind of have thought about him has... wearing Hello Kitty sweats at times. Like, how does he wear uh, You know, that'd be hilarious. To what just are... chill. Hey, Donald Trump, I don't think you'll ever hear this, but if you ever do, what kind of pajamas you got there, motherfucker? Do you ever think about, like, does he... Well, he probably has some Brooks <laughs> Brothers or whatever rich people wear, super nice tailored ones, but honestly, how, I think about How do you him... fold your toilet paper when you, wi- when you wipe your ass? Well, I want to think I'm about curious. pajamas. Like, he obviously likes Diet Coke, right? Like... Yeah. So what else did, what other sort of normalizing, and see, you that's know what's just it. funny? let's that's, get to know people. That's a good point. Yeah, let's get to know people. My uncle, uh, one of my uncles, my Uncle John, mm-hmm. um, was telling me about, you know how in school there's always the cliche, like, oh, when you're doing, have to make a public presentation or something, something you're scared of, you don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. He told me, like, uh, so the cliche is, like, imagine the audience with all of them in their underwear or whatever. Yeah, that was. My, my Uncle John, he's kind of a silly guy, and he told me when I was a kid. And this still resonates to this day. Just t- just picture them taking a poop. Everybody poops. And they're, <laughs> then they'll be on your level. Everyone's on the same level. It's so true, So though. I think about that with the elite all the time. Because it's still, like I said, that principle is engraved into my head now forever. So anytime anyone's above me or tries to act like they're above they me. They still I, poop. You're still pooping. They have a nicer toilet we still, than us. We all wipe our ass. We unless do. You're, you know, unless you have to have a, a, an A to do that. Um, do but realistically, you know, we all get shit on our anus. Like, really. Well, we all... At the end of the day. We all go through the same processes yeah. every single day. Yeah. So why is there elitism? Especially in America. Can we please end it? There should be no elitism at all. Some people... We're not equal in our attributes. We're equal in that we're human, right? Exactly. Some of us are born into better situations. Some aren't. Some of us change it. Some don't. But at the end of the day, we all poop. At the end of the day, we all take shits. We do. Or some people don't if they're constipated. And some people have nice heated toilet seats and some people shit in a Buckets. pile of garbage or bucket. Yeah. And some people have composting toilets because mm-hmm. they're morally superior. I hate <laughs> morally superior. I hate moral superiority. Hey, you know what? They can have that moral superiority, but at the end of the day, they, they might be helping. Poop. You know, they might I, be doing something. Hey, good. I dig composting toilets. I think they're you, cool. You can hate their attitude all you want, but at the end of the day, maybe they're doing something good. That's cool. Well, Again, it's one of these things. It's like we have to take the good with the bad people. Can you just poop in take your morally bad. superior toilet and feel good about yourself yeah. and not judge others? We all have to realize. I would like that. that. I, I, we all have to realize we're all flawed, and I'm, I'm, I really want to direct this at the woke folk. I think that's who we're talking about this entire episode. You can hate all this weird shit that you hate all you want. At the end of the day, we're all humans. These are all people. And if you're looking... They're flawed. Guess what? They've made, they're making mistakes. Maybe they just don't have the right information in their life. Instead of being hateful and going on a crusade or a witch hunt and trying to kill these people or deplatform them or whatever, you know what? Fuck your little safe space. Go talk to that goddamn person. Listen to them and then tell them why they're wrong. <clears throat> and a witch hunt is about your power. It's nothing yeah, it's to do selfish. with your campaign. It's selfish. This it, woke shit is very selfish. It is self-edifying. And that is one of the most dangerous things in human history. Is mm-hmm. self-edification as a mob. We can't do that anymore. Yeah. The, uh, the, the Catholic Church did it, but they actually murdered millions of people well, to quote-unquote purify morality there's a really like but really you took a turn towards the wrong side of morality to enforce the good side of morality either way it balances out so my point is at the end of the day like 
there's we're all pe- we're all flawed. We're all people. We all make mistakes. And if you're looking to be offended, you always will be. Oh yeah. If you, okay. So if your only tool in the shed is a shovel, all you're gonna find is dirt. Yeah. And then you, once you start digging, you're gonna find yourself in a hole. And so, maybe that's my thing. The whole enemy hug thing, Chris. Beautiful quote, by the way. Dr. Phil props. But the thing is, is if you're always looking for that, you're never gonna, you're going to miss the beautiful parts of the painting. People are really yeah. cool. Even people that are racist douchebags, they might be that way because of situations in their life. But if you get them, if you give them some redemption story time by just don't, don't um, validate their bad behavior either. I mm-hmm. hate bad behavior. But also look beyond that. You're a fully functioning adult, most of these woke people. Maybe your brain's not quite fully developed, but you you have abstract reasoning. Look beyond what's triggering you. If it's something's triggering you, look inside you and figure out what that is. And then look at the person that you're letting trigger you. What is that mechanism? Don't let it rule you. I'm tired yeah. of people being ruled by their triggerings. It's weird. Yeah. Guys, guess what? Just get over it. Well, and look at the humor. <laughs> Just get over it. Look in the humor and things. And also, I'm not saying, okay, what they're crusading for, those sentiments right. are actually good sentiments. We should not treat trans people bad. We should not be racist. Yeah, really. I mean, again, like... But if life is so good, you're having to, like, what it, it's called eisegesis. Eisegesis is a Greek for reading into things. If you're having to read into things to find things to be offended about... Yeah. Oh, like, okay, good example. Uh, watching Community, again, lately. Well, oh, oh, the there's D&D this el- episode. There's this illicit episode. Yep. Uh, I keep hearing nothing but awesome things, but it's one of the best episodes, blah, blah, blah. Have you not seen it yet? Uh, it's the D- Dungeons and Dragons. It's called Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Uh, it's been pulled from every streaming platform, and here's why, okay? Uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, there's a race of elf that you can be called the drow. It's a half-dark elf or whatever. I'm probably butchering this. Celine's gonna hate me. She but can, there's she a, can there's do a, a there's a race called drow. She can do a And they have dark skin, okay? Uh, one of the characters in Community was gonna be a drow, so he painted himself a dark color. And... This got pulled from Netflix and Hulu and wherever else they were streaming community as depicting a hate crime. And it's like absolutely out of context. But if from you what watch he was trying the episode, they Just also make fun of, they're like, whoa, skin. this is a bad thing. Though yeah. They actually address it. That's the, That's you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's, it's satirized. Yes. But Which, at the same time, it's like that wasn't even, he. it was not about Blackface. No. It wasn't blackface by any definition of blackface. He was a drow, a race in a in a fucking fantasy game that has dark skin. And the guy was Asian, by the way. This wasn't a this wasn't like Hitler. This was an Asian. This wasn't a Justin Trudeau yet, moment. <laughs> and yet in almost every other episode, there is a Chevy Chase. God, God bless this man. <laughs> plays a uh, cranky boomer. an actual racist cranky boomer. Yep. And, and they're so, he, like, in one episode, he does, like, the whole hand puppet thing, and he paints one of them yellow and one of them brown uh, for, like, a Mexican and an Asian and does a, oh, yeah. a really racist bit with them that didn't get pulled, and it's blatantly racist, even though it's satire. It, it's obviously not racist because they're just making fun of racism. Which But is... a guy paints his, just puts paint on his skin to represent a fictional race of elf. And it must How be absurd fun. is it that they took that down because they're scared of the woke community it must and the be crusade? Cleansed. But the thing because is, because now it's trendy to, to take down uh, anything that offends people. But it wasn't 1930s racism. Actual white person pretending to be a caricature of a black person, blackface. It was no. mocking a fictional. Th- and then also they poked. They also satirized and brought. What is it? They actually looked at it from the context of satire too mm-hmm. about blackface. Like yeah. that was the part that made it even 
more awesome is it's like it was educational and funny and all of these things. It was not denigrating anybody. Oh. Uh, the Wayman Brothers made an entire movie of them dressing up as white people. Oh, yeah. Has that have been you guys wiped seen, down the memory hole? Have you guys seen White Chicks? What's I saying? Is that... It was hilarious, by the way. It was. And once again, I... I haven't been marginalized. Well, actually, as a woman, I've been marginalized a lot throughout history, and mm-hmm. I'm not offended by that. Are you going to go dress- start hanging people for it? Well, th- men dressing up as me, like, not mm-hmm. really. Or are you just going to accept that, hey, you know, I'm just going to fight bad <laughs> people, things in the moment that it happened to me, but also have the grace that everybody is yeah. not an enemy to me. Yeah. And every word that comes out of someone's mouth does not need to be cleansed or put in a box. I don't want to live in that kind of world. That kind of world is where you have to get your papers out at some point. And I'm not doing Godwin's law. I'm talking about everywhere that has a totalitarian sort of culture is not a fun place to live. China, I'm looking at you. God damn it, China. I know. You and your social credit <sighs> hey, scores. and I'm sure I'm going to get assassinated for this. But if you're Probably. listening to this somehow in China, if you went on the GitHub, you got our episode somehow, and this is the future or whatever, there are fucking millions of you and like 10 of them. It's time to end this. Oh. This is ridiculous. I'm calling for... I'm calling... I don't even care. Because nothing's going to change if we don't fucking stand up to this bullshit. I'm sick of this... I'm sick of the fucking authoritarian rule. No, remember... It's it has there. no place in 2021 or going the, forward. And I, I want to personally apologize that we have a president who said that it's just your culture that you have a concentration Yeah, he's enabling camps. them. That... I can't no, even... No, I get it. Maybe there's not a lot he can do without, you know, an, an intense no, form no, of warfare. No, We're America. We should never, <laughs> ever, ever so, say that that's okay. Uh-huh. I get that we have to have diplomacy, but we should not ever be like, it's yeah. your culture. I just feel so bad for those people. And North Korea and all these other... There's plenty of examples. Of this authoritarian rule, completely pe- leaving their people in Which is in why we're despair. railing against woke culture, is because yeah. this is how it starts, You're people. You're going to make America that way soon. I if will. you keep this fucking momentum. And Katie... It's not good. This little hobbit creature here is very easygoing. The second you threaten my autonomy, right now, I can take... I don't mind rules. Especially if they're for the benefit of others. I'll follow mm-hmm. them voluntarily. The second you guys start threatening my autonomy, you are not going to like what you get. Exactly. I am done. And that, I am, that is living. actually something ingrained in most Americans. Because we all left where we were in the world. Our ancestors did. We all had kind of a common thread through all of us. We're kind of obnoxious, I know. But we also stand for something that's greater than any creed or any of those things. Mm-hmm. It's just, in we, our DNA, we, we like independence. For, there's a reason that it's such a cliche that we're just all about freedom. Because guess what? That was what America was going to be. A utopic, I guess maybe that's the wrong word. We were going for ultimate freedom for everybody. Self-determination. Again, the trans people, the black people, the Asian people. I mean, I know that some fucked up shit has been done in the past in America. By but people. What is supposed to happen is that we all have freedom, liberty, and autonomy equally. And trans So bigotry yeah. comes from individuals, not institutions And at don't this let point. institutions stop, do that. Stop focusing on these institutions that you claim have bigotry. Shut up. And also, woke people, government is what did these horrible things. Okay? Racism, Jim Crow and stuff. So why are you wanting to give them your power? I don't understand. They're not going to do anything good with that. Well, and I'm not going to live in that world. America is is supposed to be not that way. I'm not going to. I refuse. You can't make me. I, I acknowledge that racism is a very real thing. It has no fucking place in 2021 or moving Absolutely. forward. Absolutely. And I I'm will sick say, of this shit. Also, guys, I have literally put my f- safety on the line numerous instances with individual people standing up to that bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
That is where the, I, I'm not going to be, okay, I'm not going to be like Nabisco and get on there and pander to you. If someone's mean to a trans, I give a trans kid rides from the bus so he doesn't have to walk in the cold because I care about people. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make me good. I actually wouldn't even ever say anything to you because I don't do stuff about being validated at the end of the day. Yeah, you don't you need do validation stuff for that. Because it's right. Exactly. And I am not going to do this anymore with play these games with you. Don't be manipulated by people that don't care about you. I care about trans people. I care about black people. I care about every people. Yeah. individually but i'm not gonna care about you in your little whiny groups exactly i hate whiny and the people want to talk about this whole white privilege thing i'm gonna bring it up and i'm sorry and i lived in a people trailer. are gonna hate this but guess what nobody's born the privilege is not woven into our skin because we have less pigmentation yeah. that doesn't make no sense at all no. absolutely none sense. i get the ideology behind the white privilege bullshit but guess what in the communities i grew up in Everybody had privilege, black, brown, white, yellow, doesn't matter. As long as you were in the upper class financially, you had privilege, no matter what your fucking skin color was. So I'm tired of this race bullshit, because really it's a class, it's a class issue. It's also And that's something we issue. can fix. We cannot fix the race issue, because guess what? It's genetics. It's DNA. There's nothing anybody can do about it. And the fucking sooner people realize that, the sooner we can get to the real issue, which is actually Classism. classism. It's well, not racism. And you and I there is racism with, and there is classism. But the issues that you guys are bitching about is not racism. It's classism. Yeah. And you and I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. So people that grew up in the South, I have some friends that did, there's actual still racism and divisions and stuff. And you oh, and absolutely. I, and, and whereas up here, we didn't have that as a norm for us. When I was a kid, yep. I knew wealthy black people that owned businesses. And I, it's like... There, it, uh, my my father-in-law tells me all the time that uh, when he was in Georgia, they have... There's gated communities, all black people. Yeah. And they will not let the lower class black people in That's to those classism. communities. It's classism. That's what we need That's to That's not racism, but it's the same exact thing as you guys describe as white privilege. That stuff we need to combat. Uh -huh. And those people, most of them were born in an upper class, and now they're elitist. I hate elitism. And they won't, you know, help their fellow black people or whatever. And I think that's just at the end of the day, I hate elitism because then it's like you are better because of your circumstance. So then you have to tell mm -hmm. me what to do with my time. Yeah. I'm pretty much a redneck. I'm, I grew up in the wilderness or in trailers. I'm okay with it. The mythical privilege, my dad was different. Hey, you know, we all have four walls around us when we go to sleep and at night. And everybody poops. Most of us. Everybody poops. Yeah, most of us, uh, you know. But there's a lot of people who don't have four walls around them when they go to sleep at night. The homeless oh, yeah. people. Let's, but guess what? They poop too. How about we take and the Bill money Gates we poops. spent on the missile that we shot into Syria <clears> to kill <throat> the one guy and we do something about Tent City and Phoenix? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure three million. We could have gave some contract killer a half a million to take care of that shit. And then we could have... Shit, I've been on the dark web. People claim to be do that for $5,000. They'll go hit. They'll go put a hit out. Well, and I'm just talking about probably putting it into context. Twenty five thousand dollars. You can probably get someone to go over to Syria and kill a guy. The mentally ill tweaker that chased me with a baseball bat. I would like to help him more because I'm pretty sure not in a. I'm here to help thing either. <laughs> I hate that as well. But I'm talking about having the resources available for that person. Yeah. Versus blowing up some man I don't even know for reasons that probably don't really matter. Yeah. It's probably just a power play. It's oh, probably yeah. a little flex. You know. Look yeah. at we're back in town again. That's what it is. And Biden really like emanates that kind it's of It's a classic too. rock song. Corn Pop is back. Yeah. No, what happened was Biden heard old Corn Pop was over there. Oh, they just had him sign off on he it. He was that over way. there running his band of bad dudes, talking all that malarkey. He he probably thought so he So Biden's like, I can't have that. Corn Pop, you've gone too far. You've gone too far, too far, Corn Pop. And if you don't know what we're talking about, just look up Corn Pop. Oh, God. 
Look it's, up Biden's, spe- Biden's speech about corn pop. You'll fucking not regret it. It is pretty I'm much dying. the greatest. I love that speech. I actually wouldn't mind sitting around with Joe Biden and listening to him talk. Yeah. Because it's pretty amusing. Yeah. Like, but come on. He's an, he's an They just told dude. him, sir, we need to blow up this dude. It's corn pop. Well, another thing community did. I, again, Dan Harmon has a superpower. I think he's a prophet. Maybe this he's is a bad, traveler. guys. So in, in one of the episodes, and this wasn't even a, like, this wasn't like a, a party politics joke. What it was was... There was an episode where uh, Joe Biden was going to come visit the community college. And so they wanted to put on this show of like, okay, we need a class president to be able to, t- oh, to shake his hand. And we I need to. This. And they did this whole mock election thing. It was, and it was, the whole thing was like, it pointed out perfectly how American politics works. And it was great. And I recommend watching this episode. But at the very end, as a complete joke, because this is why it was funny, uh, you, should, you see Joe Biden from the back of his head in a limo talking to a secret service agent. He's just like, Oh, I just had a bad dream that I was an actual president. And this was in like 2000. This is when Obama was in president. Yeah. Yeah. When he was vice president. The reason that was a joke was because it was so absurd that it should never have happened. And here we are. And this happened with Donald Trump as well. There was plenty of, uh, Oh yeah. There's plenty, there was plenty of, of satirical pieces where Donald Trump became president. And a lot of people think like the Simpsons, so- the Simpsons predicted everything. It's because, it's so absurd that it should never have happened, yet it does. So and it's, it's the, art imita- it's the it's Illuminati, like, were they just having a good old joke there? And they're like, let's do this anyways? I, there is, like, there is what, nothing what's... that leads me to believe Dan Harmon is part of the Illuminati. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I mean, like, they watched Dan Harmon's episode, and they're yeah, like, they're, they're trolling us. No, I think it just is I just, that's, art we're, in a, we're in an absurd, we're in the twilight zone. It's absurd. Well. Joe Biden should never have been president. He's not fit. And I'm not making this a political thing. What I'm saying is like... (laughs) We just watched him this morning. He's having trouble. The dude can't form a sentence. And again, I'm not making this about party politics. I'm I'm looking at reality going, the man can barely speak, yet he's running the country... What is going on? We need to fix this, guys. Some... Ne- next election, something needs to happen that is real. He's somebody's papa. <laughs> like that... Dudes over there, Texas is freezing to death, and he's over playing Mario Kart with his fucking granddaughter. And that's awesome that he spends time with his granddaughter and everything, but like, mm, yo, man. I don't know. We're <laughs> You I... need to have the capacity like to, to have... pull a couple all-nighters and deal with problems, like... Are we on? Both we you and Donald be... Trump didn't were not able to do that. Although Donald Trump was good at staying up all night on fucking Twitter. He did tweet. He wasn't more. really fixing anything with that. Was he, he did tweet more than the average bear. <laughs> was it even him though? I don't know. I don't think you can. Can the know. guy even fucking read? I don't know. Well, I think He that... never engaged with people. He just threw the tweets out there and forgot about them. I don't even think it was him. I really don't. Who was it then? QAnon. Oh, that guy. I don't know. I'm just joking. Guys, I'm I'm off the rails here. Let's just I watched <laughs> I watched a sad show of the person that thought that, that Donald was gonna ride in on a white horse at the inauguration and take back America and then it didn't happen and the disappointment in that little creature's face. Yeah. And that's something I worry about because that breeds extremism too. It's so how do we deal with that? I I think I hate woke culture we're, and we're, that extremism equally the same. There's a lot of fractures in the foundation of our country right now if we just go back to what the idea was see it's like i know the founding fathers had flaws people also need to learn to take things in the context of what point in history they were in and then you would see how awesome those people were but at the same token it's like the ideas are universal that we have we have rights they should be protected and that the right of freedom self-determination is the greatest thing in the entire universe and we should not let people threaten it 
And I mean that by either hard right, hard left. I don't even care if you're going to try to tell me how to live at the end of the day. We're going to have problems. Yeah. I'm a goddamn adult. And the second my actions infringe on you, I want you to be very loud and obnoxious towards me. Absolutely. That's how it should work. It goes both ways. But now I'm reading about people that like, oh, let's talk about the great what's-his-face that got the DWI that preached to oh, us in Bruce the Oh, Bruce Springs. That's the other thing that happened lately. I fucking died when I saw this. Okay, let me break it down. Yes, break it down for us live tonight. So during the in, during the woke propaganda that was the Super Bowl, Blech. my God, that made me. I still want to pee. Um, there was this f- gross commercial. I am so upset about this commercial. It was gross. It's one of those again companies taking a woke stance to make money. So Jeep put out this commercial. I encourage you all to go watch this. The, the Super Bowl Jeep commercial. But get first of a all, Jeep has fucking puke. Jeep has nothing to do with woke culture. They're no skin in the game at all. They're just trying to make a buck. Or farming. But Sorry. I mean, there might have been a good message in all this. But Jeep made this commercial about a, a church in the center of the country, dead smack in Kansas, and they promote political unity somehow through through religion. I don't understand this. But it's Bruce Springsteen acting like a fucking farmer from Kansas, driving a jeep, an old jeep through the town, and uh, trying to promote political unity and somehow religion as well to sell a jeep. I'm still confused as to how the who the fuck thought this was going to be a good idea. And this is one of the very, very numerous amounts of these woke commercials that were played in the Super Bowl. I'm so sick of this shit. Companies, get the fuck off your high horse. Stop trying to pander. This is ridiculous. But anyways, Bruce Springsteen has never been a farmer, has probably never even touched dirt in his life, to be honest. He's a fucking celebrity rock star from New Jersey, from what I can gather. That made money on pandering. That made money on pandering. Mm -hmm. Well, because he was in this commercial, uh, he got a DUI recently because he was drinking in a park, got fucking hammered, apparently, uh, and the cops supposedly witnessed him doing this and then he got on a fucking motorcycle and, and drove away while intoxicated while intoxicated and they and they arrested him and gave him a dui fair he broke the fucking law he, endangered he put he endangered lives. people's lives he just got a pardon a presidential pardon i think no they dropped all the charges and this is the part where i want you guys to realize law does not exist anymore well now he's the face for the, Demo- the Democrat martyr. Rich people have always gotten out of things when government gets too big. They always have gotten out of things anyways. But overall, America, like, our rules were, if like, with Nixon, if somebody did something bad, mm-hmm. you would get in trouble equally for the most part. And, and I get it. People make mistakes. People drink and drive. Blah, blah, blah. They shouldn't. It's very dangerous. He, You're going to kill was, people. People was die actually all the time. open and shut. He endangered people while under the influence of a substance. Uh-huh. And then he gets well, a Well, on a, on a motorcycle, got to be real a little bit. On a motorcycle, you're mostly endangering yourself. But you can, but you kill, can still cause fatal traffic. You could kill a little kid walking across yeah. the street because you're not under... But, but the thing is, is he, the rules don't apply to him because he is part of the elite. But then here we have our poor hero, Edward Snowden. Oh, yes. Let's, yeah. Forced to live in exile in Russia for the rest of his life. Now, Russia ain't no goddamn beautiful place to live necessarily. I'm sure there is beauty in the nature over there, but like really Mother Russia like, is pretty. Russia is a scary place, a dark gray, industrialized, uh, fascist nation. Putin's riding bears. Putin's over there fighting bears and drinking vodka and, and I don't know. Yeah, and people have pet foxes. It's, it's pretty Edwards, nature is metal. We, he's forced over there to live over there. He's a goddamn hero. He told us that your government is Spying literally on going against all of the principles of freedom. 
to spy on you because we want to catch terrorists. There's no fucking And we've had two presidents on each side of the political spectrum since he's been in that exile. No one's, nobody's giving him a pardon. They, he's still wanted, goddamn dead, dead to rights. You know what? They will hang him. My husband said the there's fucking something, streets, there publicly. must be something more there that we don't know about because he worked in intelligence. So I wonder yeah, he worked what's for the NS. If you guys don't know Snowden's story, I'll break it down really quickly. Like Just quick, it for us. Quick summary. Just it for us. He is a, he comes from a family of people who worked in military and intelligence communities. Okay. So living up to this family's name, he, he uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get into the specifics because I don't, I'd have to do some research to get him right. At one time I knew this, but he basically worked for the NSA, the National Security Agency in America, which was an organization formed around 9-11 to basically uh, spy on communication channels to try to catch terrorist net, terrorist groups. To secure America. Well, turns out that that organization uh, was spying on American citizens without warrant. They were going through emails, phone calls, trying to get your library books because they wanted to form these psychological profiles. Basically, the movie Minority Report, the Thought Police, Precog, they were trying to gather... They were trying to fight crime before it ever happened, essentially. But we're not China. You can't do that here. Snowden was a a tech guy, you know. Yes. Uh, He very smart with computers. And he was in charge of, like, creating some kind of... Dealing with the security or something like that of the networks. But he had total unfettered access to what was going on there and was completely trusted with this. Yet he saw the absolute insanity, like what that was going on with this. And people like some of the some of the NSA agents, what he said was like, if you want at least what's depicted in the movie Snowden was like people were just spying on each other, having sex and stupid stuff, completely abusing the systems of, of spying that they had created. And Snowden was like, I ain't fucking standing for this. He's like, this is not right on a fundamental level. There is no liberty here. So what did he do? He went to journalists. Going against every piece of paper he signed saying he wouldn't do this. He definitely He just did it because it was the right thing to do. And I agree with him. It was the right thing to do. Because we should have known about that. Well, now he's wanted pretty much dead. They want to give him a. They want to. They want to charge him under the uh, Foreign Espionage Act, or not the Foreign Espionage Act. They want to charge him under the Espionage Act, an ancient fucking law from the Cold War, and he gets no trial. Uh, 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 he gets no fair due process. No, because they'd redact everything. They're going to give him a trial, but security. yeah, they're going to give him a trial, but there's no jury. There's no jury of his peers. It's just a bunch of fucking uh, suits that get to decide his fate now. So he uh, fled to Russia because they were they wanted to give him exile. But they see, said, you can come here. We'll give, you're if fine. Edward Snowden citizenship there is now, willing to throw his life away for the right thing, mm-hmm. you can handle getting a little offended by something someone says. Yeah. Um, the other one, Julian Assange. Yeah, Julian's also an... Boy, that uh, has... He started the website WikiLeaks as an, a free and open outlet for people who want to reveal secrets like Snowden did. He's like, okay, well, uh, there's obviously a crackdown of whistleblowing, so something's going on. Let's give people an outlet to do that safely, anonymously. So they don't so get So he hurt. did. Well, that motherfucker's also wanted for the same thing. So and even though he didn't, he... He just made the outlet. He didn't drop any of these leaks. He, he just, just he just created the website for people to do so anonymously in a for the servers are in a foreign nation that uh, basically gives the website exile from United States uh, law so that it can still like you can still go to WikiLeaks and there are lots of <laughs> lots of good juicy documents there uh, he and this all 
I think it was fine until the the Hillary Clinton emails, which I believe came out on WikiLeaks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Um, and now all of a sudden he's wanted dead pretty much again, like Snowden is. And but he's he's in some other trouble with some kind of sexual bullshit that he did. I don't understand. But did he even story. do it, or is it made up? I don't up? know. Like I can't know at this point. <laughs> but he's not only is he like in trouble from a different government. Oh, that's uh, if from they Britain. Ca- if they catch him, they're gonna ex- you know extradite him here because I'm sure there's is some. He payments in Ecuador going on there. still? Or I don't he... remember. I don't know exactly what's going on with him. I know he got. I think he got arrested. I'm pretty sure he did. And I think there's a bunch of there's uh, the the United States is trying to push them to extradite him here. I think Boy, wherever he... he is, they don't want to give him up, or at least they're gonna try to charge I him for the crime. He was in Great Britain. First. I think he has to serve or his in time. Sweden. He's somewhere. Sweden, something Scandinavian. Yeah. Yeah. Is he in Sweden? We could probably look it up real quick. Well, where is yeah? Because I... we're just kind of bullshitting off the top of our head here on this. But, but it's like, good he's to also a hero. I think that people should have a platform to anonymously leak, to anonymously report crimes of the state. Without their um, lives being ruined. Yeah. And Those also, people are heroes. If you're going to report a crime of the state, you're a hero to me. But at the same token, saying. Even if you are also... threatening our national security. Guess what? We also, you know, have the right not to be oppressed by our own government. That's part of the Constitution, too. Whether you're threatening the national security because they might they might give a terrorist organization information they don't deserve to have, fuck off. There's also like a precedence though too. If you are actually like say we are actually at a legit like dealing with some sort of war or something that needs that we're fighting a just cause, you can't be having people blab things that will endanger other people's lives. Because yeah, that has that. happened to, like, I think that's what happened in Libya it, with but our. But crime's a crime if 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 our government's no, committing crimes. No, I'm talking about, about it. in Libya when our um, ambassador was killed. Yeah, there's there was stuff there, intelligence leaks and stuff to help people in power that actually got people killed. Mm. So I think wrong is wrong on that level. Like, there's a lot to consider. I guess there is some nuance to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But if I understand our some of our national security things, like, but I, there's some that also don't make sense. Like, why is the official 9/11 report still redacted? Yeah. It's been so long that it, what does it matter anymore? Like, how is that going to compromise anything if we get the full re- official report? It's just weird. Um, I, I don't and know. Roswell. Assange has Ecuadorian. What's with Roswell? It's been like a billion years now. Tell us what happened. It's oh, not going to compromise anything. Oh, wait, maybe there is UFOs. I don't fucking know. They're letting more stuff out. <laughs> There's a lot of alien stuff going on lately. I know, like the plane, the pilot that saw the thing um, last week. Did you see that? Yeah, that's a, really yeah. that's a big thing. That's a big thing. There's two. See, I'm looking here. He was arrested. Ecuador announced a withdrawal of their asylum in 2019, and he was oh. arrested. At, but that was he was at the Ecuadorian embassy in London, okay? Mm-hmm. And then they arrested him. U.S. authorities arrested him. Or had charged him. So they arrested him in London. U.S. authorities charged him with the Chelsea Manning thing. Oh, yeah. Chelsea Manning's another whistleblower. That uh, that one, though. That's a that's a, another nuance one, though. Yeah, that one. I don't know. And then see. Assange was sentenced to 50 weeks in prison for skipping bail. Blah, 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 blah. In 2021, a U.K. judge ruled that he could not be extradited to the U.S. Because he was a suicide risk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's all. Oh, yeah. But they'll, they'll lock Epstein in a, in a cage with this giant fucking criminal. Giant yeah. murderer, by the way. <laughs> and he has some of the biggest secrets anyone's ever had. Yeah. Oh, let's throw him in, let's lock him in here with this big murderer with no security. Have you noticed that, like, just Lane, like, she's just, it's just silent about that lady. I, mm. I think, once she's in a while, she's got little, some juicy deets. Once in a while, a little thing mm. will come out. Well, I, I found out through Eric Weinstein recently. Oh. That, uh, um, not only. Did he ha- all the Epstein normal shit that we know about? He was like also like funding these like scientific communities that didn't get mainstream funding. 
Oh. And weird stuff like that. Like he Ooh. wanted all the secrets, but you know, to to get those secrets or did to uh, fancy- to get that funding, you had to compromise yourself. Did he fancy himself as a little power. bit of a Dr. Moreau? Like, Pretty much. I don't know. He's, he's an, That's an interesting story. Let's just put it I don't way. think we're ever going to know all of it either because it involves no. too many people in power. There's too many people in power involved. Mm. And even, even if we remove the pedophile bullshit and the human trafficking out of it, there's still some shady shit going on there. Yeah. and There's still powerful people conspiring. And why should we protect it's a, them? It's an interesting story. Yeah, I don't. I someday I would, but I don't know. If eventually, we're... things will crumble. <laughs> that well, whole thing will crumble eventually. You, you can only traffic humans so long before it really falls apart. It blows my mind that it's still like okay to traffic humans. It's I. It is going on in America, but I think it's a huge problem uh, in Europe. Eastern Europe has Asia, a big problem with it, especially Asia and I Central think. America, actually, too. Yeah. But it, I think, it, and it happens here. It does. I think it's not as, there is a lot more like, you know, law and order here. <laughs> so it's kind of hard. I think it's harder to get away with in America. Also, it's. Especially because like, you know, our government can just well, spy on have, our telephone communications at any time. We have a fluency time. here. And so it's distasteful to us. We mm-hmm. haven't, we don't know what it's like to not have food and to sell your kid because you can't afford to feed them. Like, yeah. That's a thing no, that really. happened in Korea. We don't understand that. And so to us, it's very repulsive. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very common thing in other places, and it's gross. I don't know what we can do about it. It's such a it's such a it's a it's a it's a money making operation, unfortunately. And we're talking ridiculous amounts of money. So can we pour some money into so like power, sex robots, life like ones, so that the depraved people of the world can just take it out on them and mm. leave people alone? Japan had that idea. Yeah. It was a good idea. I, I mean, kind of. I don't know though. There's an argument to be had there on on a moral level. So you, on one side of the argument, it's like. Give people a catharsis for the bad behavior. And then the other side of the argument, it's like, well, what at one point does that not, is that not enough? And they go and do the real thing. I don't, so. well, and that's the, the argument is, they try the to use. The second you cross over to doing the bad thing, I will end you. And yeah. everybody should be that way unified. Absolutely. Again, we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, right? Because everything should be in a framework of what you do is you, it's okay mm-hmm. until you harm another it's the, with your actions. It's the same argument as like they try to pin. All these blames on, on, on violent video games for a lot of these that violent crimes going on. That is an absolute lie. It's a fallacy. It is a it's, huge it's, fallacy. The science behind it is flawed. And there's been plenty of good science that proved it wrong. Uh, yet, they won't let in go. Illinois this week, they're talking about banning games that depict crimes like Grand Theft Auto. Because, guess what? Here's the absurdity. Because carjackings went up. They went up because their government is stupid. Yeah. You and they're trying to, yet again, here we are in the same old argument as video games cause the crime. Like, my ass. Oh. Go fix the fucking poverty. And go, That's the problem. Yeah, poverty is, and also get rid of the video games, then they'll go do it in real life. That'll be cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> and, or you'll just get a lot of pissed off people because you're trying to be authoritarian about it, and then you'll just get, you know, protests that burn buildings down. Yeah, that's great. And poverty is That'll actually, you'll never truly get rid of poverty completely, but you can Impossible. elevate people. Where it's not as bad. Provide opportunities. Yeah. On, on Joe Rogan's podcast, he talks. he's talked about this numerous times and had guests talk about this numerous times where it's like, you want to fix the problem in like these urban areas where there's a lot of gang issues and, and despair? Put fucking community centers there and give people opportunities to learn how to get out of it. Give them a helping hand. You can't just throw money at it, but like, you can. <laughs> you can at least try. Well, but they're not doing that. Instead, they're going to oh, you know what? We're going to put a new gymnasium in this gymnasium in the affluent school over there because the they pay more taxes. Also, affluent people they have a very weird thing about like how do I put this? Hmm. I, I actually 
had opportunity to become quite good friends with some people hiding out from the law gangbangers. And most of them would tell me that you don't understand my life. You can't get away from it. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a Greyhound bus terminal in your town. Mm -hmm. And I'm also you're, pretty sure you've you're gotten away from it. You're, you're already right here. It's like you like now it. Now go apply for a job at a fishing boat and get some money. And then change your life. Mm -hmm. I actually knew a gangbanger came to our logging camp. Imagine living, growing up in urban Oakland and then getting on a plane and flying to the wilderness with a bunch of white people and a few natives and working as a logger. Yeah. He did it. He changed his life. He's like, it's up to me to change. I want to provide opportunities for people to have the drive to do that. Like, and eventually it will change. Like I said in my story from Alaska when I was in Fairbanks. Yes. I was stuck at a gas station waiting for my a guy that was supposed to sell me some weed. <laughs> and I got offered like 10 jobs. Yeah, there are jobs out there. <laughs> probably I was of, already there for work and I didn't really have the means to I think my parents were there during transfer. that time. One of them was yeah. probably my dad that gave, offered you the job. It could have been. Yeah, no, it's dad. It was a holiday, in Fair, holiday gas station in Fairbanks. It's totally dad. I'm going to ask him because he got very excited when could've he knew been. you were there. <laughs> um, but uh, like, it was insane. Like, my, I did I didn't... Just at the time, didn't want to. I didn't want to go work on a fishing boat or whatever. But I could have because I got offered all the jobs. And these people didn't even know me. They were like, we just need hands. Well, and that's just it. I think that the, we, <laughs> this all goes back to our thing about mental health, though, Brady. Come on. If you train people to be resilient and to take risks and to, you know, all of these things that need to be done in the toolkit, which we intentionally don't do in institutionalized schooling for some reason. Right. I think they want to perpetuate the system. The elite do. Yeah, maybe. I think they do. Think they get they, all their power from well, it. Well, they can't be. They can't have their feelings of elitism if if people can have the tools to rise up and do good for themselves. You as an individual with free then agency, they're not special have, anymore. you have a lot of power. I wish people uh -huh. would realize they do have power and they can Yeah, get on a bus. Go to Alaska. Go to North Dakota. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stay in the hood. Yeah. Elon Musk is another good example. I know we talk about him a lot, but he, uh, his apparently his father owned like an emerald mine. Like his family was wealthy. But him and his father had problems, and he just decided, I'm going to move to Canada. And so he moved to Canada, and then moved to America, and, and built, without help from his family, by the way. A lot of people try to say it's because his family was rich. No, he turned his back on that wealth and did his to own go thing. make his own goddamn wealth. He had nothing. And also... He, I, I think he got, like, a loan to get PayPal going or whatever. And also, you don't but, like, need he, wealth. But, like, he had to pay that back. The same with Trump. Like, you have to pay that back. It's to. not like he just got the money. He had a good idea, he, though. He, but he was invested in a little bit, I guess. But, like, he could have went to a different investor and got the same amount of money. That's My point is, is, like, he turned his back on the whole, I'm going to just let my family be my safety net. No, because his father wouldn't let him have a safety net anyway. So he came here and actually made, look at him now. Look at him now. He can raise the entire stock market just by talking. He's got superpowers. I still think he might not be human. <laughs> I don't think he is human. I don't That's think true. so either. And that is my point. You don't need wealth to be happy either. Don't no. buy into that mythos. If you have a roof over your head and you're comfy and warm and have food, you are better than most. You're better off. Absolutely. Just enjoy life a little bit. Do what makes you think makes a difference for you and other people. I, I saw a funny tweet today, though, just to digress a little no, bit. No, digress. Into, I like it. Into humor. I like humor. Uh, we need someone, more. <laughs> it, it was a picture. It was a screenshot of his tweet saying, I'll give $100 million to whoever, uh, you know, whoever has the best invention for a carbon, uh, a, a thing to take the carbon out of the atmosphere. I, I'm sorry, I don't have the direct quote in my brain. But someone's like, I feel really, uh, I, I'm really happy for the person who invents a forest. <laughs> <laughs> I love sarcasm. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's got to be a synthetic forest, you yeah. know, like, new idea. I mean, really, like... So we need kind of trees do. I mean, 
that's what plants do. They take carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and convert it into oxygen. <laughs> that's the whole idea behind um, that whole Mr. Beast did the whole plant a tree. I love For trees. every dollar donated, he planted a tree. That was beautiful. Well, here comes Mr. Musk. Oh, here's a million dollars. Plant me a million trees, bitch. <laughs> and they're still planting those trees to this day. That's because trees are Because cool. they got like... An insane amount of money because It was of that. a lot of money. It was like $200 million or something. That's why I feel like our problems that we all have are we're just settling for them. We're settling with dealing with them because yeah. look at what happened there. Yeah. We can change things if we really want yeah. to. We exactly. really can. We really can. People get... Look, um, there's a lot of YouTubers out there that do charity streams. Mm-hmm. And they just sit there and talk. And people give them money to put this to charity. Like millions of dollars. To put to charity. A month for I think, charity. I think humans charities. as individuals are very generous. We are. So why are we if being If that's woke? all we can do is give a couple dollars to a charity, hey, you know, that might help. That's something. So why it's, are we, we gotta caught start up, somewhere. Why are we caught up in this woke crap then? I don't know. Well, and Brady and I are working on like our hypothesism thing. We're building a toolkit for people to use. So we have actual tangible things. We're not just sitting here bloviating. No. Like, we are working on stuff, and honestly, if people gave us money, I'd find ways to use it if, to spend on stuff for if people. If we ever start generating profit from any of this crap that we do, <laughs> that we have that we have planned, mm -hmm. I would love to, like, actually put some money out there to help things. I don't know what yet. We'll figure that out well, as we, we go. Well, we have some but ideas, actually, but... I want to be a charity that doesn't pull a bunch of money to my own salary. Nope. And then give them pennies on the dollar. Nope. Like, like Red Cross. <clears throat> My but, thing uh, is, I already have a I, living. I just, I want to, I do want to make changes however I can. Well, and I, honestly, you and I have a living. We mm -hmm. we are, we can survive. We're both minimalist. I don't think we want a lot of material things. Mm. So really anything that comes in, I want to make a platform for people who have a little bit of drive to be able to be bounced into something awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, and a good example is the band, the metal band Trivium. Mm -hmm. um, they, a while back, they started um, putting all of their concerts on Twitch for free. That's awesome. Even though they made money at, you know, they were playing the live show back before COVID, they would also stream the concert on Twitch and they would give most of the proceeds to charities. That's Because they made money off the Twitch streams. So if more, and, more But it was free for me to just get on Twitch and watch a live concert of a band. That's awesome. And then recently, because of COVID, they were like, what do we do? So they, you know, they're losing a lot of money not being able to play live shows. They still, you know, selling merch and albums and stuff. Uh, very good band, by the way. Um, but they, uh, they, I, they recently did a free concert on Twitch uh, in their like band practice space, completely free live show. Every dime went to charity. So they still, and did it, it was a free show. Like we got, to, like most concerts, most of those kind of streams like that, you have to pay. Yep. To go and watch that. In this day and age, it's going to take people like that doing little collective things. Yeah. Like, it's individuals doing things Sh that, like, collectively change everything. Shout out to Matthew Heafy, the, the front man for the band, by the way. Awesome fucking dude. Really gives a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go on a fact-finding mission made millions, this month to find out He made out millions and could have taken for. every penny of that for himself, and he gave most of it away. And that's just it. He is a person of integrity. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Because he could... He's puts <clears> out. He actually puts out a product... That people enjoy. I have no problem him making a living off of that. But that actually makes me want to give him money. Because mm -hmm. he has principles. Exactly. Let's give money to the people oh. that have principles. Let's not give it to the Bruce Springsteens. Obviously he doesn't have principles at all. No. With his actions. I'm not saying as a person I don't know him. I'm but sure his he's actions, got some He supports some good ideas. Whatever. His actions we all do. irritate me. And I don't want to give money to him or the people that support him. Yeah. Give it to the Trivium Don people. Donald Trump's a good example too. Yes. He, he was affluent. He had enough... Money from living off loans, investment loans, or whatever you... He never took a salary. <laughs> he took his entire salary for being president, which is actually a good amount of money. Six figures. It's 400000 And he deserve it as a president, whatever. Um, 
he put it all in charities, and some of those charities were uh, for urban people and African Americans no, to he, have an opportunity. He's a racist, but he's a racist because he locked kids he gave in cages. It to veterans, guess one what? Quarter too. Okay, oh, uh, yes, maybe Trump locked some kids in cages. Biden's doing the same thing. But he, you know, he did put air conditioning in these cages. No, it's shelters. <laughs> it's shelters. The it's cage is just a little bit more comfy. They have now. a different word now. Yeah. It's like, guys, guys, knock it the fuck off with the woke shit. And if you care about the ki- the thing is, though, is people get mad about the kids in cages. Have you sponsored a kid to come live with you? Have you built a well in Central America? Have you hired some mercenaries on the dark web to kill the gangbangers? Like, what have <laughs> you mean, done maybe. to help out? <laughs> yeah. Like, you-, you can be woke all you want, but are you really doing anything other than just a- being an activist? Is being an activist really going to do anything? And hold You're me just to shouting the standard, really loud? too. Like, hold yeah, me, me to too. it. I want to be held to it. Like, yeah. that, uh, go ahead, try to say, hey, Katie, what are you doing? I mean, realistically, I volunteer my time a lot. I suppose that's about it. Mm-hmm. And well, and also we do this. We do this literally for free because we want people to learn to think in a new key. Yeah. Right? Maybe we're not the best teachers or platform for that, but I'm I try- don't we're trying, but we're not charging you for it. We don't want to actually for any money. we have a really yeah. good thing that we're going to give the world. It's just we want to make sure it's the absolute best thing before we give it away. Yes. Katie's writing a book. It's pretty awesome because Brady and I have... It's pretty awesome. Like, uh, the more I get into it, but I'm not just going to throw it out there to make a quick hustle buck like all the entrepreneurs on YouTube. Yeah, we're not just out there go buy my t-shirt. No. What the fuck's a t-shirt? Who cares? No. Uh, I want to give something of substance to the world. Me too. And I want it Even to Even if it's value. just this free podcast. So in the meantime, I'm just going to give tomato plants to people who want to grow their own food. That's about <laughs> all I can do right now. Because apparently I have power yeah, because I can grow good, tomato. Yeah, yeah Brady, Brady sent me this meme. He's like, I've just discovered the secret to your power, and it was yeah. it was pretty. It's great. like a graph drawn in crayon, and it's like uh, the secret to power. Yes. Or people. Uh, Where was it? it? Was money, and then yeah, money. Let me bring it up. Uh, you you got to bring up the meme that was great. Let's see if I can find. It. You've sent me a lot of stuff <laughs> since memes. then. Well, yeah, you left and the world went and burned down. It's not my fault. I had to go. Okay, it says, what gives people feelings of power? It is money, status, and then growing a tomato. And actually, this is true because I I live in a very hostile microclimate and I can grow the hell out of tomatoes. And I have for multiple years and it makes people crazy. (laughs) So I've started started giving my power out to people. I just grow them tomato plants. Uh, It's a bit arbitrary. Okay. What I'm about to say. I love arbitrary. The story of the potato is a great story of human perseverance. And it's ironic coming from Idaho, which is known for its potatoes. I love the name of the potato uh, in French. Potatoes used used to be extremely poisonous. They're a nightshade. Yeah. They're still a little poisonous. You're going to (laughs) die. Yeah. But there was this like mountain community. I think it was in Nepal, if I'm not. Well, potatoes mistaken. originated in Peru. Peru, maybe it was Peru. Yeah. But anyway, there was it was it was a community living in a very hostile environment. Okay. In, in the winter time, specifically, very very cold, and nothing grows in frozen ground, as we know. Potatoes. Except for maybe hemp. I haven't figured that out yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, the they were like, well, can't eat the potatoes. They're gonna kill us. But they figured out that somehow, if you like the the cold destroyed the poison and they were able to eat the potatoes and live off of those but it's like the potato fucking it would have it's a good story of like they survived despite the harsh climates or like the on potatoes which should have killed them a little bit of dose of something bad could actually be good and preserve life that's true yeah well and the whole thing about potatoes you know potatoes can still kill you um if you (laughs) when you grow a potato you have to cure it before you store it which means their skin is very 
soft and nice and you have to cure it in the ground for a couple weeks and it gets that nice hard potato skin Mm -hmm. if any sun gets on that a reaction happens and the skin will turn green Mm. that is actually poisonous Mm. so i sometimes there's it like cyanide or something that it it, yeah and it still does that but if you cure it properly out of the sun kind of like what your people probably discovered they dug up the frozen roots that reaction had not happened because nightshades are actually not super great for you but we love them. We love tomatoes. We love potatoes. They're some... I mean, America lives on pizza. I feel like that mm. is the... Uh, pizza has every food group. It's the ultimate food period. It's my favorite fight food. It. Yeah, no, it's okay. There will be no fight. I will be solidarity with pizza. you. It's the best food ever. But that's what I'm just saying. We took something... All you something... taco fans out there, get out of here. Pizza. But I love tacos, too. I do, too. Yeah, you know what? We can live in a world where there's tacos and pizza. I want a pizza taco. Mm. Let's put some taco meat in a folded slice of pizza. Hell yeah. I would eat it. <laughs> I, so, like, Only in America. <laughs> someone's probably done that. Only in America. Take a piece of taco pizza and then fold it, put taco stuff in it with guacamole and sour cream. Mm. Hello, yummy. <laughs> But yeah, pizza's might be getting food. hungry. We live on pizza. What were you going with that? Oh, I was just saying that it's amazing how, yes, humans, we saw something. We're like, hey, we could eat that. It might kill us, but, and then we figure a way through it. Yeah. That's kind of how we are at with everything. <laughs> Can you imagine the guys trying to figure out what mushrooms to eat? It's like, well, <laughs> this one killed Bob, but this one made me high for a week. Do you know that I go through the woods and I, <laughs> I think about this a lot. I'm like, how, how did you decide which ones were good? Like, How did they figure out you could drink cow's milk? There's no rhyme or reason to how good it is. Like, when you look at a mushroom, you're like, how would you know? Yeah. Because we didn't have botanists. It was ancient times when they're like, oh, hey. <laughs> and then, yeah, cows yeah, make... Well, that trial had to be a error, man. Baby, I'm sorry. Error. That had to be a man. Oh, he's like, for sure. That baby calf looks like he's enjoying that tit. <laughs> <laughs> had to be know, a dude. man. I, I think about that all the time. Like, it's like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm boobs. Well, you know in Star Wars when Luke Skywalker milks that nasty thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The weird green milk. Oh, the green milk. But then again, it's weird to us because our milk is white. But honestly, if our milk was blue, then it wouldn't be weird to us. Milk is milk. Yeah. Yeah. And also, there's the whole thing, you know, drinking other animals' milk is disgusting to vegans and stuff. And I think about it, and I'm like, hmm. Is it, though? It's a mammal. Vegans are weird. I love vegans. To me. That one lady on the internet, though. It's like, come on, guys. We're going to eat. Gotta eat something. I can't. I am not a salad. And I can't just live on salad. I think veganism I it exists in an affluent culture. <laughs> There's a joke on Community about it too. I know there is. <laughs> like uh, the character Britta is like this super activist lady, and she just kind of jumps on activist bandwagons. She's woke. And it goes in like a flashback of her past, and she's like leading this activist against like oh animal yeah cruelty. The, yeah yeah. And and they're like the, they're like oh that'll be my last protest because I, I ate a cheeseburger this morning and now I'm all of a sudden not cold all the time. <laughs> God, I love Dan Harmon. <laughs> Don't Brita it. Don't I Brita like... it. I love Dan Harmon so much. The man's a genius. Don't Brita it. I, I hope he teams up with like Mike Judge or something and makes Ugh. the ultimate fucking, the ultimate ca- you know, comedy they, satire. They could make some beauty, couldn't uh, they? Satire. Yeah. I also, I miss Donald Glover. I do too. Oh yeah, are you far enough in the, the show whole... that he's gone? Yeah, yeah, but man, Child, Childish Gambino, great fucking rapper though. I never thought that, you know, that character from Community would go on to be like an award-winning rap artist. I didn't either. Oh my god. And he, then he did this crazy meta, like, uh, alternate reality game on the internet that was just insane. <laughs> you guys should look it up. Creative uh, people have to, very do their, creative. They have yeah. to do their thing, though. Yeah. Sometimes they get a little too much in their own mythos, and then bad things happen, but then they swing back around eventually. Oh, yeah. With the exception of some child actors. Uh, he was perfect for Lando, though. Yes. Man. Yes, he was. He actually... Lando covers He him. really got that whole thing going. <laughs> the, I don't understand where this whole, like... 
Lando, Car- I'm sorry, I'm going on. Fuck it, we're going on Star Wars Let's for a second. Do it. This we're seems debate. like a good time. Um, okay, so, like, why it. did why did they make in the Solo movie like he he's like like has sex with robots or something? Why was that necessary what was, plot what the point? What the hell was that about? And then there was like a feminist droid. But I did like how it, like that droid became the like AI of the Millennium Falcon. That was kind of cool. Yeah. A little, little bit of backstory because the... I I think that woke people cannot help themselves. They have to insert their narrative into any narrative that they're yeah, doing. Especially and true, Disney. True writing has to have plot. Oh. And that's what happens. The, uh, Disney just released a trailer for the uh the this Cruella movie that's coming oh, oh, out yeah, with Emma yeah, Stone. Yeah, yeah. Emma I love Stone's Emma Stone. By the way, she's too. hot. Sorry, well, I haven't thought about I already her. told you that's my. That's my celebrity crush. I haven't one. thought about her in that context, but she is a cool actress. Yeah, but she's she's gonna Zombie be Cruella. And it's like, but it's weird that they gave Cruella Deville a backstory and like, how's that really gonna be a thing? And also, Cruella Deville was during Art Deco time, and they put it in the seventies. Yeah. So they're doing that. I'm so weird confused. Cr- I don't. But why? It's like they're they're doing all these like what? Why'd they go for like the dark story thing? I don't understand. Like they did Maleficent, and apparently a lot of people loved it. That movie was but just. Why cool, are they gonna? Though. Why are they giving these villains like these backstories? It's just weird. It's just weird. Well, sometimes it's it just nice does, to know the original of story con- of a villain, though, like where they came from. But Corilla Deville was just yeah, horrible. But it's kind of just like out of context. Context or out of the. This just doesn't fit somehow to me. It's like 101 Dalmatians. Like there were some good messages there, well, but you now wanna, you're going to glorify Cruella and you mean you're not backstory. looking forward to General Grievous's a... like upcoming <laughs> origin story? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know Disney's going to do weird. it at some point, sure. though. They have got to milk that cow. It's, it's just weird. They got to like, milk the green milk out. But they're going to like cause to, in order for a main character to function properly in a storytelling context, there has to be a degree of sympathy. Okay, my thing is, and so how are we going to sympathize with Cruella Deville? As a th- as a person, well, we sympathize with Maleficent, though. That's what I think. Is like how I get it. You're humanizing her and everything, but it's like, but why? Because she only worked as a villain because she was evil. That's the whole point. As a person who loves <laughs> so stories and has read a million books, and that's probably not an exaggeration. I'm tired of this. Everything has to be broken down into a money making scenario at the expense of story. Well, that's how corp. What do you? What is? What do you expect a corporation to do? I know they're not making films out there just because they because love, we love them. But I love narrative, <laughs> and anything that doesn't fit into the plot for the purpose of furthering this narrative yeah. is not. It doesn't need to be needed. I don't need to know why Cruella was the way Cruella was. Cruella was horrible. Yeah, leave some imagine room for imagination. Let me there. think about it. Yeah. Now, then again, if her story is interesting, but they already put it in a different time. Mm-hmm. They already have a whole different context. It's just like, how about make a whole new character? That's my that's thing. What, make how a whole about new make movie. a seventies lady that's horrifying? Mm-hmm. Don't tie in the nostalgia factor to get millennials to well, go watch it. Well, there's a demographic to be milked, I so know. they did that. <laughs> if it's a good movie, people will go watch it. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Star Wars world, uh, Disney's falling apart because of their bullshit with Gina Carano. Meanwhile, uh, people are calling for Kathleen Kennedy to be fired, which might be the best thing to ever happen to Star Wars. And Disney as a whole. Is that the director lady? Yeah, because, well, now people are pissed that they she decided to fire Gina over social media instead of, like, you know, inviting her into the office and talking to her about it. They literally decided to fire her over social media. That's evil. By the way. And it's also disrespectful. I didn't know this until I, I watched her interview with Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. where she gets to actually have a platform to explain herself. Yeah. Again, I, I'm really getting into Ben Shapiro lately. There's some things I don't agree with with him. He's extremely, like, um, uh, he's very right-wing. Let's just put it that Doesn't way. Doesn't mean that he has but all But he's bad got points. some good interviews and he has some he he analyzes things pretty logically for the most part. So I've been getting into into him lately listening to what he has to say just because he uses logic a lot of the time. I don't like his stance on like abortion and stuff like that. 
he's very uh, kind of old school Puritan about that. But it's like <laughs> at the same time, I have I got no skin in the game there. I I I my opinion doesn't even matter. I'm not a woman, and I can't have an abortion, so. I can only go logically uh, what makes sense about it. It doesn't. <laughs> but what does it, it mean? Doesn't what does it doesn't make to me? everything but he says not valid. That's exactly. What you're that does, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Again, with that quote from Dr. Phil, you know, whatever, yeah. however Dr. Phil hurt that person, that doesn't make his quote any less powerful to me. Yeah. Um, same with Ben Shapiro. Like, he gave Gina Carano a platform to explain herself. Nobody else would. So, who's the champion for feminist rights? Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, I'm just saying. They could. They... See, that's the thing. Disney could have used her for that. Yes. Despite her right wing views. If you even want to call him that. I the, think it's really just her, what she thought. That's we just, truly care about equality. She's a human equality. being, guys. Well, she's Pedro not, she's Pascal not got the face to use of the a right. meme full of all sorts of lies, and he didn't get in trouble. Yeah. He stopped when they asked him and to. Her and her, him and Gina actually, like, had a, a thing about it, and they had came to an agreement about their, their difference of, in political views. I always think of Scalia and Ginsburg. Yeah. Two equally opposite Supreme Court justices. Their values, their worldviews could not be more diametrically opposed. They were friends. Yeah. They were friends. They set aside their differences, and they'll so always that their souls can connect on a human level. They'll always disagree about things. So how about Disney? Why? I get that you have your Disney, yeah. but you had a golden opportunity. You could have did unity to lift her up as a face for like powerful women, and it would have worked very well and because she is a powerful woman and she has great potential. And in instead, that era. you were so. But how you about guys you? Decided to how about you have a meeting and then Gina comes out and be like, "These are my personal things," but as an employee of Disney mm-hmm. and we're trying to do something awesome here, I'm mm-hmm. going to idle it down and do. You could have well, done. Well, she stuff. said they, they made her do like this weird counseling thing with uh, a PR counseling about it. A, a woke, basically, how to I be. I need woke. to listen to that interview. You you really should. It's powerful. Um, she's a great lady. Like that on, on as a human, she's a good human. She did this American Gladiator show, which is kind of like. A, oh yes, it was yes. really cool. Like. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes. But I guess in one of the, what she was saying is like in one of the auditions or whatever, or in the tryouts or something, like she was, uh, she d- completely dominated this lady. and But the lady was like, was really into like, she really was her dream to be on American Gladiator. And so Gina was, felt really bad because she didn't really want it as bad as the lady. So she fucking walked off the set. That's really and nice. the producers were like, what are you doing? It's like, no, we love her. Like, she's going to be on the show. So, so Gina came back, but... Like, it's a very good example of, like, she's not a bad lady just because she put some memes out under the world. Like, and the thoughts behind the meme weren't bad either. It's like, come on, guys, get the fuck over this little bullshit. What the hell? Gina's a good a good lady. It, well, if she was... Well, she's a good example of the American dream as well. And to punish people whose views are different than yours mm-hmm. is bad. Yeah. She said she grew up, uh, she just got in a lot of fights. And I guess it was defending people against being bullied. No, a lot of then the time. she needs to so be, then she just she ended up she then. ended up like that was her thing and like she got into the zone when she was fighting so she ended up fighting professionally and did really well in the UFC but but apparently she needed to be canceled mm-hmm. because let's cancel a powerful uh, 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 figure yes because you know <laughs> for that, no reason for that stupid makes, reasons that's Petty making reasons. sense for fe- you know that's lifting women up mm-hmm. that's why their pandering pisses me off even more it's like you had an opportunity to do something amazing, and because you were worried about making a buck or pandering to the people that you want to pander to, you got rid of them. Exactly. And people loved Cara Dune. They loved was, her. She's an awesome character. I did, too. Because she was I a powerful character. woman character. Yeah. Like and, I thought she was pretty cool. And also, she was a realistic, powerful woman character. Most women are not built like Gina Carano. Hell no, they aren't. I, as, a, as a little man. tiny shrimpy girl. Good job for her, man. I, she's like, putting the work. And, well, and genetically, she has an advantage in muscle land. Uh-huh. Really? That was awesome. 
She should be celebrated. She wasn't trying <laughs> she, to be... She okay, joked about that, too. If you're some little one ten five nine person, <clears throat> you're not going to be able to break a man's neck. Gina Carano actually could. <laughs> uh, she joked about that a little bit. She's like, I, I have this gift. I don't know if you know, but it's like, I can hit really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and we should, like, not take ourselves so seriously that we feel we have to ruin people's lives because they have opinions that are different than ours. I know. I, I want to stop. Especially if, like, again, she, she, exam she exemplified, like... Good human nature. Kindness. Kindness. The, Compassion. The, 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 the gladiator thing was a very big thing of it. She wasn't just about herself. And mm -hmm. usually those kind of people are canceled because they're threatening to the status quo. Mm -hmm. But she's also now, because of this, became an accidental martyr where she, uh, yeah, she was actually pretty upset about the whole canceling thing and losing her job with Disney. But now, guess what? She, she, she got through it. And she's going to be more famous than ever because of this. And it's the Streisand effect. It's pretty cool. So good job, Disney. You know what? And I am disappointed in Disney because Walt Disney's motto is keep moving forward. I've watched Meet the Robinsons. This was moving backwards. Absolutely. This was going way it's back. It's just insane. We got, this woke shit needs to go away. And it's, that, it's it's pointless, you guys. It's not going to take us to a better place. It's really going to divide us more. And it's actually and not the, doing anything but harming people. That, the, we, the sooner we realize that, the harm that it's doing is like we need to back off with that and fight the fight where it actually matters. Take the fight to the to the to the uh, the arena where it's actually going to make a change. Get to know your bigoted yeah. neighbor, but and this, don't 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 try to cancel this him. virtue signaling crap. That's not helping. And don't support corporations that engage in it. No, I need that yeah. Oreo, to be I'm told not, to I'm me. Not, I don't want to buy Oreos ever again now. After the even even though I want to try the Lady Gaga Oreos, I'm sure they taste the same, but the colors are pretty. But like I, now, I don't care anymore. That pandering bullshit. We could use some chromatic. I'm gonna go get mother's cookies. They're better in milk anyway. We could get. Yes, some... I said that. Fight me. Oh God. We could get some chromatica Oreos and use them for shotgun targets. <laughs> hey, you're right. But then we're still giving them money. No. So like, regardless, they're still. I'm sure there's a right winger somewhere that's them. dumped them all at the trash dump. We can just grab them. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, uh, like I don't eat cookies. Maybe we made should start our own cooking company after. that's actually not you know. Stupid. Wokios? Not Wokios, yeah. <laughs> I got I the showios. I the showios. Well, and that's what just it. Guys, There's if you have a good idea and it models good principles, start doing and making things. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to do it. We're doing it, too. We got to. And James writing the book. I'm proud of her. Uh, you're helping with it. She's a great co-host and, and, and a very powerful thinker. Now I feel like I'm going to have to trip and fall to balance oh, out good. the force. No, <laughs> I'm quite fond of Brady, too, because he thinks about things. And most people are not honest about their that, are yeah. they? They're, not really. Well, you know what I mean? I'll like admit. You admit that you're like, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. And it's oh, like... Oh, God, all the time. Yeah, I enjoy your best co-host ever. I've stayed out of weird rabbit holes lately. I'm just mainly focused on community. I got obsessed, and it's a great show. Okay, but community... <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with myself when it's over. Uh, I was only six The last season is, like, not I'm the best. I'm about to be in season five. The last season is not no, the I greatest. Um, I saw some of it. Because I skipped ahead a little bit and watched the other D&D episode since Netflix didn't give me access to the good one. Mm-hmm. And it was a completely different show. The new character, because some of the characters left the show. Chevy Chase got to fight with Dan Harmon about some bullshit. The first three seasons are the greatest. Yeah. And then after that, it's still Donald community. Clover left to go do his, yeah. you know, rap career, which is awesome. Yeah. It 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 kind of just you you won't be sad. Let sad. me just put it sad. that way. You'll be sad. Not really. I'm I wasn't sad. sad. I just don't know where to go from from here next. Umbrella Academy. I might do that. Yeah, you said it was great. So I enjoy that show very much. I love Netflix. I do too. Because I'm very bummed with Disney Plus. Everybody keeps telling me to watch WandaVision, but it's like. Wait I'll wait the... till the whole season's out because I like to binge my shows. I'm I'm a I'm an elitist in that I wait. Way. Well, WandaVision, like the Mandalorian, <laughs> I waited till all of it came out. 
And then I watched it. I don't have oh, to yeah. do. I don't have to be the first person to see everything. See the thing with Star Wars though, they got me there because I had to watch The Mandalorian. I don't care if I had to wait a week, but I hated waiting a week. No, I watched it after. <laughs> let's see, I got halfway in I'm and then I watched it way. four of them and then a week. But then I went back and watched all of it together because I like the context of it all at once. Yeah, it's only what is it? Forty minutes times eight. That's three hundred twenty minutes. That's the other thing, Disney. Fuck that forty minute shit. Give me a two hour episode every week. If you're going to do it that way, fuck you. Wow, you are so hostile <laughs> towards Disney right now. I just, I like the show. I think and we And I better... want it to be the way I want it. Do you want a cookie? It's my Disney do Plus. Do we need to stop? It's my subscription. Oh my God, he sounds I want it very to be the way I want it to be. I want an Oompa Loompa now. <laughs> <laughs> Brady's Veruca salting fuck, right I'm now. I'm going to do a blueberry. Or no, wait, what did she get? The golden egg? The... She got the goose, the she golden egg. She got sent down the chute because yep. she was bad egg. Yeah. You're Veruca salting it. I want it now. I want an Oompa Loompa now, mommy. I want an Oompa Loompa now. Daddy, I want a squirrel that lays a... <laughs> I've been deciding on a, I've been deciding on an episode title for this. Now I think it should be I want an Oompa Loompa now. Okay, or no. But oh. I was thinking about um um uh, uh what was it? A Mutually exclusive destruction. I thought oh, that was pretty good. That is good. I want a woke Oreo. <laughs> I want an Oompa Loompa now. Okay, well we might need to wrap it up. It has been two hours and nine minutes, according to Audacity. Yeah. So we might end this here. But hey, guys, fight the woke. I can't stress enough. Every week. Please share our episode. Like, yes, I, I'm pretty shadow banned on Twitter, pretty much. I think because of, of my are you my interactions. I don't know for sure. I don't, hate but I'm not getting much. a big uh, reaction. Some of the I've been getting some good ones lately. Well, there's a lot <laughs> but, uh, to look I, it's, at. It's on really hard when you're not whoring yourself to to get the show out there. So I need. You guys, to please share. I'm not going to whore myself. The podcast out there. It's not my way. Pander it for us. Oh, so, but... Force it on your peers. I don't care what you have to do. Make them watch it. Uh, consent, Brady? Huh? Hashtag? No, 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 no. They need to force people. They need I, to literally kidnap people. Guys, tie I Tie them to a chair and and put headphones in. I gotta go to get them. Brady a non-woke cookie. So we're gonna end it here. <laughs> yeah, I kinda, I do need some calories, okay. guys. So we're gonna end it here. Share the show. If you like it, please email us. Tell us some things. Um, if you're a woke person, yell at me, please. I, I'll take it. We actually like interactions, even negative mm-hmm. ones. I've got my thumbs all prepared to type back a response. You've so got them ready to go? Yep. I will, re- I'm making... I will rebuke you with logic. Oh, rebuke? you're not going to like it. I don't even know what that word means. And okay. Then I'm gonna be, and then you'll probably cancel me. And I'm, we'll be getting the, and I'm relying on the Streisand effect here. Guys, cancel us. And on <laughs> that note... It. I'll be a martyr. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yes!